welcome everybody back to the nudist colony. The no tea, low tea, sleepy time tea. Hey, what's <laughs> up? My name's Ross. My name is Brent. Welcome to the creepiest episode of the year. Except for like toward the end of the month, we're I think we're gonna have another like horror thing. But like, oh, yeah. just just go with it. You know, this is episode thirty four point six six six. If you're five five five, we six six six, y'all. Just go with it, dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, this is uh this is our uh, one of horror themed episodes. Um, yeah. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with a uh, good old Stevie Fishy from mm-hmm. uh, Let's Talk About Stuff, your other sister podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about Friday the Thirteenth. Well, at least the first three. Yeah, parts one, two, and three, and that's from 1980, it. 81, and eighty two. No more. The the rise of Jason. The rise you know? and Jason. <laughs> yeah. Man, Jason Voorhees just like a damn biscuit. Rising Jason. Know? Rising Jason. Rising grind. Hell no, rising Jason. <laughs> Please. You want biscuits and scare scary? No. I'm just picturing like Jason going to a diner, sitting down at a table, ordering like silently just by pointing at a menu, then bringing out biscuits and gravy and him just like trying to shove that through the holes oh. in his hockey mask. It just looks like a goddamn nightmare. But he's a good tipper. He's a good tipper. Yeah. 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 Just like Tipper Gore, he's a good tipper. He leaves a fiver if you catch my meaning. He cuts a hand off. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought he was just like, he's sick with Abe Lincoln's. Oh, that too. Okay, I yeah. assume him living out in the woods, he probably barters in like pine needles and <laughs> bottle caps. I don't know. Poor guy. Yeah. Kind of bad I mean, for him. You know, he, he's doing the best he can with what he has, you just know, just leave him alone. Just, just leave him alone. He's just out there trying to play hockey with his imaginary friends. Yeah. He's just, he's not like Freddy's pedo ass. <laughs> just leave him alone yeah oh boy anyway so uh uh we're we're going to review those three movies here in just a bit but before that i thought maybe we could get into uh, a little bit of horror talk yeah uh have you started watching any horror movies yet this month uh not really um Mm -hmm. the problem is uh my wife my lovely wife um, your wife she does not so much like the scary movies so I've got to oh, watch really? them uh, alone, which is even scarier. Um, <laughs> now I've got to watch them. If you've ever watched Hotel Transylvania two by yourself, not in a mil- not couldn't horrible. pay me. Couldn't pay me. No, eh, they're not too bad. I've never seen any of them. Mm. I don't watch that kid shit. No. <laughs> not really. I just haven't seen them. Uh, um, yeah. No, um, but I, I do plan on. Uh, I usually watch. Go, I'll go through the Friday the Thirteenth movies usually throughout mm-hmm. the uh, throughout the month. Um, already got three down, uh, got the fourth one coming up, which is my favorite. Uh, but no, I haven't, I haven't. Have you got into any scurry movies? Oh my God, Ross. Yes, absolutely. Please. I got, I got another show I have to uh, keep track of, but on top of that, I've been watching like other horror related stuff. Yeah. Uh, I watched this documentary on MGM plus. Are you aware of MGM plus? I did not know that was a thing. There's a new one. (laughs) Oh boy. There you go. It's a new streaming service. Uh, who knows how long it'll be around before it gets absorbed into like some other uh, media conglomerate. But yeah. maybe like uh, fucking Crest Toothpaste presents MGM Plus <laughs> or whatever. Crest but, Toothpaste uh, Hour. Yeah. But, you know, um, uh, I was saying this on my other show. If you've got like, 
just one streaming service that you use or maybe two in a given month you kind of like rotate through them it's not a bad service there's some like decent stuff on there but there's a lot of other stuff that's on other streaming platforms as well like oh yeah top gun maverick is on there that 2017 power rangers movie um other things the robocop movies Mm. yeah that type of stuff but um Anyway, on that streaming service, I watched this uh, docu-series called The Compendium of Horror. Blumhouse's Compendium of Horror. It's a five-part documentary about, like, horror, like, throughout the the decades. But it's, like, uh, put against the timeline of... uh, uh, humanity essentially so things in uh, going on in the world reflect back into horror films and um that's, that's how we get like these different creatures and all this stuff so yeah it was an interesting approach i feel like huh. a lot of the horror documentaries um where they span decades uh kind of touch on the same films i mean you've got your like huge films that everyone wants to discuss right i mean we're talking about friday the 13th today right but uh, it's still an interesting way to look at the horror genre and how the um, the horrors of those specific films uh, relate to the uh, goings on of the world at that time. I right, check that out. That yeah. just sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And for five ninety nine per month. Oh, yeah. It could be yours. Well, no, they got it. They, they've got a free week trial. You know, OK, well, you can bang it out pretty quick. The, the episodes are only like 50 minutes each. So oh, it's pretty cool. quick. Yeah. Yeah. I like horror documentaries a lot. I always think they're, it's an interesting uh, genre of film that doesn't get uh, yeah. talked about because it's kind of like a trash genre, which, hey, got to be one of my favorite genres. Um, I was going to make a gender joke, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but it, 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 it doesn't get a, as much uh, respect as, you know, your Godfathers, your Citizen Canes. I th- I think some of that tide is turning though with like elevated horror is kind of leading the charge for that but then yeah. like people are going back people like me as a matter of fact that's getting in because of uh you know get out and the cabin in the woods and hereditary and going back and finding like joy and watching slasher movies and and yeah. even the old like classic universal monster movies so i think there's um plenty of stuff to go back and, and discover oh for sure i think i think horror now it, it finally is getting the recognition it deserves like the a24 stuff uh uh i mean mm-hmm. it's just just stellar a lot of the times and sometimes you know in the case of like get out or whatever one of the best movies of the year so um, I'm glad to see it, you know, hereditary, all those, uh, sort of like making the, the upper echelon and getting talked about with other movies. So I know barbarian kind of was a little bit, but that's another one that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm really trying to ease my wife into, but it, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen like, or not. I, I feel like, especially for women, that one's like, a the, that one's going to be on the the edge of their seat yeah you know, because it's like so specific to uh the dangers that women perceive in the world that you know men typically don't right and i think i i get that i i get why mm-hmm. that genre might be a little bit more harrowing for women because it's stuff they actually have to go through mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas, whereas for men you're like yeah i just run yeah <laughs> I'll just punch him with my super strong arms. <laughs> and don't even worry about it. You know? Yeah. By the way, if you want to watch like a, a really good A24 horror movie, K2. 
can't beat Marcel the shell with the shoes on. Oh, that one is a fucking nail biter, dude. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I, I love dude. It's Jenny such a Slate. cute movie. I mean, <laughs> it's so fucking great, dude. Really? Ugh. Yeah, I loved it. I, I thought it was a blast. Out. Yeah, very cute. Very cute. All right. And hey, yeah. On that note. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm the scariest of scary. <laughs> Marcel has shoes on, but you know what? Jason has a hockey mask on, but like it takes a while well, to get there. Really, what's scarier than like some like slug monster living inside like the shell of like a? Uh, I don't know what are shells made out of. I guess uh, sand, sand and fingernails. Yeah, and teeth. That's pretty gross. mm Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that will uh, take us directly into the conversation where uh, you, I, and uh, Stephen Fisher from the Let's Talk About Stuff uh, go on and discuss all three of the first three movies. That was a weird way to say that. Uh, the first three movies of the Friday the 13th franchise. And uh, yeah, so we will cut to that right now. And we're back. And uh, listeners, this is the crossover portion of the podcast you were just listening to. Uh, with me today are two gentlemen that I co-host podcasts with regularly, and that is Stephen Fisher from the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, and then Ross Lichtai from the Nudist Colony podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, and then also it's your own show. So, hello, hello, and welcome back. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> I like a crossover episode, Sound though. You know, occasions. yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, we all kind of like uh, gravitated toward this idea when, uh, you know, you see a Friday the 13th on a schedule. You got to do an episode on a Friday the 13th, you know, you especially when it's in October. Gotta. It's in the dead center of spooky season. You know, you yeah. got to get after it. So uh, the three of us have convened here to talk about the trilogy of Friday the 13th, parts one, two and three. Uno, so, dos, tres, cuatro. Yes, Wait, yes. Uh, Rat and four? Okay. I mean, uno, dos, tres. Whoops. <laughs> uh, let me go watch this fourth one. So on the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, Stephen, you and I have talked about a lot of horror franchises, but not Friday the 13th. Right. Um, we've uh, done Halloween. We've done Nightmare on Elm Street. Others, you know, but not this one. This is a, a big one. Uh, what is your history with Jason and Friday the 13th? Oh, well, Jason and I go way back, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I used to babysit him as a wee lad mm. back in the 1950s. One day, turned my back, was making out with a girl, forgot he drowned. Listen, it happens to all of us. <laughs> uh, not a big deal. No. Um, I, uh, I, I've had, like, a varied history with this. I, I've never been – I wasn't, like, a super uh, Friday the 13th, like, series fan, but I did like Jason growing up. But he's grown on me more in the past few years, I think. Um, and I'm intrigued to talk mm. about these first three with you because – uh, Amanda and I, you know, we have like our normal October movies we watch every year. And this, like the first Friday the 13th, like the first Nightmare on Elm Street, was in our rotation for a long time. And eventually I just felt that it was like really boring compared to a lot of the other stuff we watched and just didn't really dig it as much. So I stopped watching it. I had seen like two and three, uh, like in the last few years, or whatever, and o- over time, I guess. But I'd never ventured past that until a few years ago. And that's when I discovered the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. Uh, that is, or the whatever, the series where Tommy Jarvis shows up in four, uh, and those ended up being my favorite. They're a little more goofy, 
but uh, I really like them for various reasons, uh, and I've enjoyed them more. But this go around watching these again was really interesting. So um, yeah, Jason has become one of my like Michael's my my favorite. Uh, Freddy's pretty great, mm-hmm. but Freddy's the best whenever he's um, like in the first one when he's scary. It's like really when I love him, and then um, after that, like you know, he just doesn't like do as much for me. Uh, Jason, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, even though he's kind of he just lumbers around. And, uh, I, I love summer camp stuff. Uh, and man, it just like fulfills this like little niche in my heart that I love. So there he's become one of my favorites and this series has become one of my favorites. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, Ross, what about you? What's your history with Mr. Voorhees and Friday the 13th? Well, um, so, um, somewhat similar to, uh, Steven, um, I, uh, I, I believe the very first, uh, Friday the 13th movie. Well, I know the first Friday the 13th movie I saw was uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where did it start? That was, that was the very first one. Um, I saw it at uh, our uh, uh, loving, loving uh, childhood friend, Preston, who we've, we've mentioned multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um Went to his house uh, one night, uh, several of us, uh, to watch uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Um, I believe, I want to say I was uh, probably like 13. Mm. Um, uh, again, uh, kind of, we, we talked, about this, uh, talked about this before, but, um, uh, you know, living in rural Oklahoma, you, you're not really exposed to uh, a lot of, uh, things that other people are. Um, so, so I came into it, I came into it late. Um, but, uh, I just absolutely, I loved it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was, uh, not, not, not scared of it, but like, uh, a little bit, a little bit nervous, uh, about watching it. I didn't want to, you know, come across as like a scaredy cat. I wanted to be like tough and brave, uh, but it did, it did, um, scare me a little bit. Uh, but, uh, I, I just ended up, uh, adoring it. And then at that point, uh, started going back and, and watching some of the old ones. Um, I think I, I went back and started with, uh, the very first one and then, uh, uh just kind of, you know, moved up from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, it, it just, it, it hooked me. I, I, I loved it, um, and I know that it's got like a, a, a bad rap now, um, but uh, I do think that it is genuinely a lot of fun. Um, it's a it's a pretty uh, uh, it's a pretty wild movie. Um, if you've never seen, you know, if you haven't seen that much horror, it's uh, it's pretty pretty unique. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just you know. Um, is it weird because you see a goalie walking around and he's not even on ice, you know? <laughs> like, what's this goalie doing out in the woods, you know? That's true. Cray-cray. It is absolutely mm-hmm. cray-cray. Um, yeah. But, Number uh, one. What's Where that? are skates? Where are his skates? Number one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't that's even use I'm a hockey saying. stick. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're sitting around the campfire. They're, I see that they're toasting marshmallows, and that's a thing you yeah. do mm-hmm. at camp or whatever. Sure. But no one has any of those, like, ho-hos or whatever that are hook-shaped, you know? <laughs> Come on, guys. Not even a single yeah. person? Get with that's it. not mm-hmm. even one. Oh, 
Oh Ross, my God. do you do you still like that movie? Do you still like watch it? Uh, Jason goes to hell. Legitimately, yes. I I, yeah. I do think. I honestly do think that it is it is a very good movie. Um, it's not perfect, uh, but uh, yeah. I I do think it's like a it's don't, a lot. Don't of start backpedaling now. Wow. <laughs> you gotta fully commit. It's I, really good. It's not perfect. Yeah, I've only seen this one recently, and I'm still in the middle of it. Uh, it's like very 90s compared to the 80s flavor of the oh. other ones to me. And sure. uh, I had never. I think I would like it if I had grown up with it as well. But um, <clears throat> it's not. It's not my favorite so far. But with your recommendation, I might mm. have a different. You know, different view of it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. You gotta uh, check it out again. It is. It is one of those that I will. I will still defend um, because it's. It's just so much fun. Um, it's, the series it's, is as a whole. Yeah. It truly is. It is. It is my favorite. Um, it is my favorite slasher series. Mm-hmm. Um, more than more than Halloween, uh, more than wait. How much how much Halloween have you seen though? Uh, at this point, I've seen it. I've seen all Halloween, every every Halloween movie period. Oh, okay. I've seen oh, them really? All. Yes. Oh wow. Uh, but it, I, it, it's I, this is how I learn about this <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> yeah, more coming your way, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's uh, yeah, it's fun. How about you, bro? How about you, Brent? Hey, hey, I beat you to it. Holy shit! Fucker. Wow, <laughs> not in the edit. You won't. Uh, shit. It's gonna be a tie. Damn, damn it! Uh, no. So uh, my up until like a couple of years ago, my history with Friday the Thirteenth began and ended with Freddy versus Jason. Hell uh, yeah. I'd, I'd seen some like Hell yeah. uh, when it was like uh, aired on TV back in the day on like right. a Saturday afternoon or whatever. Uh, sure. I would catch uh, bits and pieces here and there. But, you know, as a, a young kid, I was kind of like scared of horror movies and everything. Sure. Uh, like Chucky and Freddy were especially scary for me. But mm. Jason, just like a guy in a, a mask with a machete, I was like, ah, I don't know about this, you know. Um, so I caught parts of that, but it was edited for TV. Not that gory. So uh, really my my memory for this is based on those little clips. And then like the greatest movie that's ever been made, which is Freddy mm-hmm. vs. Jason. We can all agree. There will be no arguments. <laughs> no comment. So, uh, um, Ross but, is just vigorously uh, shaking his head. No. <laughs> uh, a couple of years back, I uh, I went through and I I saw on like Netflix or whatever that uh, Jason Takes Manhattan was streaming. So I thought, mm. well, let me throw this on and kind of see see how this goes or whatever. And it was you know it was it's pretty bonkers. You know, it's like a, a you don't want to think too much. When you're watching this, you know, was that the second one you've ever seen? Then, uh, so you saw I Freddy think so. versus maybe, Jason, and then I think maybe in full, yeah, <laughs> that might might be it. Yeah, I would say it's yeah. there, like especially the Tommy Jarvis stuff. He grows up over the series, so like that has some sort of continuity. But even that, there's like time jumps and different actors. Almost yeah. all of these are kind of like pick and choose. Like you, you kind of can just skip around at will. So it's mm-hmm. not it's kind of whatever grabs you in the moment, much like Jason. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just let it happen. Yeah. I mean, it seems like uh, these first three movies have a continuity that is followed uh, in in some way. But at a certain point, yeah, it just seems like and now here's a new adventure with our close buddy, Jason, you know. Right. He's going to be stomping through the forest and slapping or slashing some teens, you know, <laughs> slapping some teens, slapping some teens. <laughs> Nobody dies in this film. A lot of people get slapped. <laughs> they just get slapped. Yeah. There's a lot of red cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Jason takes off his mask. It's just Will Smith. Yeah. 
So uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into the first film here. This let's is Friday the Thirteenth, Part One. What what year was this movie from? I meant to write this down, but nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yeah, two years wow. after Halloween. Oh my God! Breaking off a fresh decade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. Um, yeah, so this one was uh, directed by Sean S. Cunningham, and um, mm-hmm. he didn't do any of the rest of these. He just does this first one. But, uh, yeah, it still holds a special place in my heart. Um, also, uh, music by Harry Manfredini. I'm not sure if that's how you really say it, but uh, he does not music for mm-hmm. nearly every single one of them. He continues on, which is pretty crazy um, that they kept him around. But um, classic, classic score through all of these that everybody knows so well. Um, this one stars Betsy Palmer, Adrian King, Harry Crosby, Lori Bartram, Mark Nelson, Janine Taylor, Robbie Morgan, and Kevin Bacon, I believe. Introducing Kevin Bacon, if I'm not, not mistaken. This was like his, not mistaken by Kevin Bacon. Not mistaken Bacon. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> this was his, uh, his first role, and uh, it was quite crazy to see him. My wife did not remember that when I turned this on the other day. Um, I was like, yeah, there's little Kevin Bacon. And she was like, What? And uh, when he turned into the camera, she was like, well, holy shit. She had kind of forgotten. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess all of this is going to be spoilery. Is that true? Like, we're not going to have any kind of spoiler-free sections. This is, this is pretty old movies, right? People should know them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Uh, so, okay. yeah, just here on out, listener, everything's going to be filled with spoilers. But like Steven said, you know, these movies are four decades old at this point. You should, so You should watch yeah. them by this point, yeah. If you're listening to this episode, yeah, yeah you should be into it. Uh, I was just going to say that Kevin Bacon has uh, one of my uh, most memorable deaths, I think, in this first movie when he gets stabbed in the throat from underneath, um, which is a pretty, pretty interesting way to go. But uh, especially just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like seeing seeing young actors that have become like such juggernaut stars, um, just like be a part Mm -hmm. of these like kind of like I mean, this is a good movie and everything, but kind of a, a Halloween knockoff, you know, and then uh, but still like like that, that, you know, gave us um Jamie Lee Curtis in this one gave us Kevin Bacon, you know, a lot of people get their start in, in like cheap horror movies and stuff. So uh, I love it. Yeah, that death scene is one I see a lot on uh, the various documentaries about horror and uh, they talk about sure. like favorite deaths or whatever. And yeah, the the knife coming through Kevin Bacon's throat is always included on that because it's just so it's just a good look. It's so crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know the do you know the uh, the backstory behind that? No. no, what's that? So uh, when they did it, um, uh, the, there was supposed to be like a, a, a pump that would you know help help the uh, the spray um, mm. go up, uh, but something broke in the middle of it. It wasn't it wasn't uh, 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 coming out correctly. So <laughs> the uh, special effects guy uh, literally just took the uh, the the hose away from the pump and blew it with his mouth. That's why you see the, <laughs> that, that uh, hard jet stream that goes up. So it was like quick thinking on his part. Yeah. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> it's very sexy. Absolutely. <laughs> you think about it. Let me put my mouth on something, you know, that's a, that's a good way to fix it. Always with consent, with consent. I was trying to see, look up and see who did the, the effects. Uh, Cause it's not listed on the Wikipedia here. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember his name right now, but I think it's like another person that went on to like do a lot of great things. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty 
they're pretty great for the time i think they mostly hold up um as i said like i used to find this movie pretty boring but on this rewatch for me um i was really into it i haven't seen this first one the first second or third in like a few years i've really been doing Mm -hmm. like four on and uh this one was actually surprisingly good to me i was very curious um for you brent with little history of this Mm -hmm. series and the, the ones you've seen are a lot goofier perhaps like they're a lot Mm -hmm. more ratcheted up uh this one not i don't know it's just like not a lot happens compared uh to modern horror movies but um yeah did you did you find it boring brent or did you uh do you like this one uh i liked it i i was trying to put myself in the minds mind space of like not knowing the the twist of like who the killer is because That's you hear true. friday the 13th you automatically think oh it's jason Voorhees, he's the killer mm-hmm. but he's not you know it's a uh, it's panel of Voorhees, and I, w- I was surprised that we didn't meet her earlier on in the movie mm-hmm. and it's, we like meet her there at the end and then almost immediately she's like and i killed everyone bitch <laughs> and she like starts stabbing that one girl right um so i i thought that was interesting i i thought it moved at a, a pretty decent pace for a movie from back in the day it's only an hour and a half long so very respectful of time you know more movies Mm -hmm. should do this i'm just saying not everything should be two hours however the editing (laughs) the editing in general is uh pretty uh pretty horrendous um Mm. i think they really could have edited it down uh significantly um a solid 60 minute uh, movie I mean, truly, the, the, you know, the, the, the whole Could've scene where uh, Ralph is uh, riding his bicycle away is, you know, a solid 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and, and that really. Uh, but then again, you think about it like, OK, so were they were they padding the movie out because it was too short? Mm-hmm. Um, That's how I felt. Because, yeah. But why else show 10 minutes of, a, of an elderly man? Right. Barely, <laughs> barely standing. He doesn't even on fall over upright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not even like a suspense, and then he, you know, he falls. It's just like, yeah, you're watching him. I brought that up with the um, yeah. the opening credits. You've got a death curse. <laughs> I love Crazy Ralph. <laughs> I kept thinking every time you showed they, they showed the old man, uh, it made me think of Cabin in the Woods with the whole like shtick of the oh, like, Prophet of Doom. Right, and it's like they these movies really like really do that the whole time i kept being like man i want to see the behind the scenes of this one like it's cabin in the woods like i want to see this was all made up and that uh jason is like Mm -hmm. you know just a monster unleashed by some like corporate bureaucrats uh on these Mm -hmm. teens but uh it really does like that's why that movie works so well cabin in the woods is like these movies really did that shit all the time like Mm -hmm. i've forgotten like each of these three movies do that that the old man kind of warning people and shit Mm -hmm. it's a yeah goofy trope he literally calls himself or was it the cop they literally reference him as a prophet of doom. Oh, I didn't hear <laughs> like, it's literally a sentence in this movie. That's awesome. Yeah. You're all doomed! <laughs> You've got a death curse! You just pretty good impression of him. <laughs> the You've got a death curse is like a thing that I, I say to myself all the time. Uh, I never say it out loud because people would think I'm insane, but uh, just, I don't know. The, this is like a daily affirmation for you? That, that line, <laughs> you've got a death curse. It's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, one thing I did notice in this first movie is that the kiki ki ma 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 is like the most prominently spoken in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was growing up, I, I knew that was like Jason's like sound effect or noise or whatever. I didn't right. really like know how it related i just knew that it was and uh, but i never heard it as 
uh, Ki or Ma, it was always like he 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 ha 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 almost. <laughs> but uh, right. so I don't know if maybe they like they like really hit it hard on the first go round, and then the rest of them they uh, took you know it's kind of like clicked and dragged and you know make a copy of a copy it's gonna reduce in quality over time but sure. uh, yeah i i like the mythology behind that that the the key ma is supposed to be like kill mother or something like that i've heard various versions of that but i'm not sure what's true yeah yeah yep. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of de- uh, debate over what what that actually is supposed to be because some of it and there is like different versions of it like so some of it is like kill mom and then some of it is some people say it's kill jason uh um, what what how is it jason kill 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 ja 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 it, it's oh. it's and there's nothing confirmed um uh you know in regards to what they're actually saying but mm-hmm. some people think yes it is kill mom uh, or kill ma uh but uh yeah, I don't think there's ever been a definitive answer on that. Killmonger. They were they just lopped off a lot of it. Kill, yeah. I thought they were saying Kimmel, like Jimmy Kimmel is on ABC <laughs> tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Set your DVRs for Kimmel. So the movie itself takes place on a Friday the 13th in June of present day at, at that time. So... 1979 1980 or whatever mm-hmm. but in the movie itself uh i think it's uh pamela or some, somebody mentions that jason's birthday is actually on june 13th of whatever year it was i think uh, yeah i looked it up it was like 1946 or something like that so it's yeah i never really thought about jason having a birthday before so i feel <laughs> like a good way like if you're traveling in the woods and you're afraid jason's gonna roll up on you then just carry a birthday cake with you, you know? Maybe you come across him. He's like, hey, buddy, I was looking for you. Have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you start digging too deep into uh, the, the timelines and ages uh, for people in this movie or this series in general, um, mm-hmm. it, it makes no sense. Because at one point they jump ahead like five years. Right, um, in but, the next movie. But then the, mm-hmm. the preview, it's supposed to be like, uh, like the next day, there's it's it's a nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. on if uh, on I had to step away for a, for for a second, so I don't know <laughs> if you guys uh, brought this up, but um, there's a podcast uh called uh, wait, okay, so what is the what is the official name? The Joe Rogan Experience. The Joe Rogan Experience. and Rust. Gorley and Rust. Yeah, because they've yeah. they've uh, they've changed the name of it. Because uh, so, I think initially it was uh, in Voorhees we trust right. uh, with Gorley and Rust. But um, uh, at one point they they uh, uh, Matt, who's a who's a really great artist in his own right, um, draw tries to draw out a timeline of everything. And um, we might try to find a picture of it because I think that they have one. But uh, it looks like the scribblings of, a, of an absolute goddamn lunatic uh, <laughs> trying to figure out the, the timeline for this thing. Uh, makes yeah. no sense. You just have to kind of like roll with it. it it's it's mm-hmm. like the Marvel Comics uh, sliding timeline rule. Like if you if you if you dig too deep into that, your head's going to melt. Uh, so yeah. it's best not to not to think too much about like how how old is Jason? 
So right. is he like is he what 80 is he? years old um, trying to <laughs> like murdering teenagers still? Because uh, I think at one point that would literally be his uh, his age if you're, if you're sticking uh, to the what the movies say the timeline is. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, we, we were talking about slashers at work the other day, and uh, this kid uh, who always like asks random questions and stuff he. He brought up that he's not a huge Jason fan, and he was like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that ghost. And I was like, ghost? What the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about? I've never heard anybody call him a ghost. He's a zombie at certain points. But he was like, what do you think happened to him? And I was like, oh, because there's like, it's like the mom at first, and then Jason comes back. But the, the, it has like that, you know, the ending tag, the stinger, where it's like he's like a little boy. But then part mm-hmm. two, he's like a full-grown man. And it's like... <laughs> Did he watch his mom be beheaded? Was he in the woods? Was she taking care of him? Did he survive that? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was like, just don't think about it too yeah. much. But uh, I'd never heard anybody say it was a ghost before. It really threw me off. I was like, wow, That's that really wild. changes yeah. my whole perspective of this entire movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, back then they were just, they were going, they were flying by the seat of their pants. Like there, there was right. not, uh, they were not planning on like sequels or uh, in, in anything like that. So it was all just kind of like made up on the fly. Uh, which, you know, I think it's kind of, I think it's one of the things that, that, that's kind of neat about the, about the series in general is that, um, it's schlocky, but it like, uh, it doesn't pretend to be anything but schlocky, mm-hmm. <laughs> but schlocky, <laughs> <Band name>. <laughs> <laughs> but schlocky, uh, but, but yeah, it, 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 it's, you, you can't, you start putting a magnifying glass on this right. series and it's, it's, it's fucking nonsense, but it's that's what's cool. That. That's what's fun about it. Right. And that's what, that's what makes Friday the 13th, my favorite slasher series is yeah, right it on. is just so schlocky and messy and dirty, uh, but it's so fun. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, the The whole summer camp thing, too, like I mentioned, was is like just uh, an aesthetic I like. I like a lot of summer camp movies, and we had talked about Wet Hot American Summer before. And yeah. after watching their series that they came out with after that, I kept being like, man, I really wish they would just do like a Halloween special. I know it's a summer camp. They're not even together oh. at Halloween. But God damn it, I would love it if they had something like that. And they played with these tropes yeah. with that, that, that cast. That would be amazing. Ugh, I would love it. I just want more yes. wet hot American summer, essentially. Well, but uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, some kind of crossover there. So we gotta, we gotta like before we, you know, leave this particular movie, we do mm-hmm. have to uh, stop and uh, pay our respects to uh, that poor, poor snake. God damn! That literally, <laughs> for real, got killed on screen. That was <laughs> fucked up. This I is knew, a snuff film. I knew. Yeah, basically, they fucked that snake and then they killed yeah. it. <laughs> And then they potentially ate it. I don't know. But uh, I knew this was coming. I knew this was part of this movie. And the entire time I was like, God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to like look away or something. But mm. I didn't. You know, I, I watched. I saw the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. They uh, hit that snake with a machete and uh, chop it up and into uh, like three pieces. And, uh, At I least it was up. quick. I mean. It, yeah, I guess that's true. Not, not cool at all. But uh uh, you know, he, he, uh, I grew up on a I grew up on a ranch, um, and occasionally, you know, we'd get uh, uh, you get like a copperhead or something in the in the stable. Um, you don't really have much of a choice but to but to kill it. Unfortunately, because if a if a snake bites a horse, you pretty much have to put the horse down. Uh, there's there's really no no recovering from that. Um, hmm. So you know, I, I would have to. What if, what happens if a horse bites a snake? Oh, well, the snake becomes a, a spider horse. 
That makes absolute sense. Horse snake man. Um, uh, no, but uh, the, I, I've killed uh, many, many, many uh, only poisonous ones, and only when they're in the uh, in the barn with with a horse, because it, it, it's just it's impossible to try to get one of those things out of a barn. Um, and again, they bite a horse. You pretty much have to put it down. Now, all that being said, um, after killing, because I did it when I was very young, and I feel, feel guilty about it. Uh, so I started to, um, whenever I would kill a snake, uh, I would eat it because at least that felt like proper, right? This, this story took a turn. Like you would, you would let it drip its blood in, in your mouth. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. wow. the, the trick is, uh, when, when they're poisonous, you have to, you have to cut the head off very quickly or else, uh, the venom will get back, uh, into the, into the snake's meat. You don't want that. Um, so as soon as you, you, you try to kill the bite, initially just whacking the head off um hold on let me let me write this down real quick yeah (laughs) gotta whack the head off okay whack the head (laughs) off okay i'm familiar with this technique Uh okay uh but let me tell you they're very easy to dress what okay when i say dress i mean skirt sensible heel (laughs) heel single heel single heel <laughs> no, but they're they're very easy. So dressing is when you basically prep an animal for 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 uh, consumption. Um, so they're very easy to to, to dress. Um, and let me tell you this right now: uh, snake is absolutely fucking delicious. It is incredibly I'm take delicious. Take your word for that. Um, have you ever had alligator? I've not. Uh, it tastes very similar to alligator. My dad um, loves alligator. <laughs> is that helpful? It's yeah, good. I'd- Alligator I'm is trying to look for delicious. it. Delicious. They'll sell. Uh, they'll sell sometimes like fried, like fried little alligator uh, oh. at like fairs and stuff. But I've never found yeah. like they've either been out or I haven't found one before. My my Ooh. dad's a big fan, but yeah, get, I, I would try a, that at least. Get a gator with some blackened seasoning on it. Oh, you're you you're gonna be in heaven. It's delicious. Stephen, you love spice. This is wonderful. I love spice and I, I love alligators and eating snakes, you know. Um, <laughs> this story took a big turn. I didn't expect you to end up eating the snake uh, at the end of that. But um, it's good. I wasn't, it's really good. I wasn't so uh, so hurt by, by seeing the snake on there. Um, that effect, I guess, was real. But the, the other effects, uh, I was trying to say earlier who they were done by, and they were uh, done by Tom Savini. I texted you guys a, yes. a picture mm-hmm. of Tom Savini dressing up a little Jason that comes out of the water at the end. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so some of these are, are pretty rad. I think he ended up doing some of the sequels as well. I'm not sure, but um, I found him. He did from, not from the do first two or three. I, I, okay, I, gotcha. I think he may have come back for four. I'd have to look at but he definitely did not do two or three. Because right in on. the, uh, I believe it was the third movie, um, uh, they they pick up a uh, Fangoria magazine, and uh, uh, the first page they they turn to is like Tom Savini, the master, whatever. Oh yeah, uh, but that's cool. He wasn't even he didn't do anything in the movie, but I think it was just like kind of to to pay respects to uh, yeah, to, right, to right. the god. Yeah, yeah, um, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then um, right when we were just talking about this, uh, our our friend and frequent guest Allison had texted my wife and I. I guess she is watching these in preparation for our series as well. And she said, "Are the campers at Crystal Lake on Friday the thirteenth supposed to be teenagers or post high school young people? <laughs> because all of them are clearly like forty years old, right? Well, like the counselors. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like at the uh, it's like in the the third movie, I believe. Uh, there's that one guy who's like a hunk. 
he's like a corn fed hunk who's like uh, pulling like bells of hay up uh, mm. to like a loft or whatever. That guy is conservatively 46 years old. Yeah. And he's talking to this girl that's supposed to be like 18, 19, whatever. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I'm like, there's no fucking way. The dude. one with no shirt on, just the cut off shorts and like the yeah. neckerchief. Oh, man, that's a look. Yeah. That guy. Oof. I'm like. They get, look, the guy looks good. You know, there's no <laughs> disputing that, but he's not. For 46. He's, he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be catching in his social security checks within a, a decade or so. So, you know. Yeah, it was a little, little skeevy when he uh, he was hitting on her. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I did want to mention, though, uh, if, we're, if we're heading on to other movies, that um, Pamela Voorhees, when we do see her, I think this is one of uh, my mm-hmm. favorite parts of the movie is just her unhinged performance. She's seen. If I remember oh, right, yeah. she she wasn't an actress for this type of like she didn't do stuff like this and didn't really understand it. Um, just kind of came to set and just knocked it out of the fucking park. And uh, it makes me think of Scream Two, uh, or Scream Two makes me think of this like the uh, the unhinged uh, woman killer. And uh, mm-hmm. I just think this one is, is stellar. She's she really freaks me out, and I like that they use her later on in the movies, like her mm-hmm. her head at least, um, <laughs> which uh, which is a nice scary moment in some of the other ones as well. But uh, yeah, I really dig her. Uh, that's Betsy Palmer. She was she was great. Yeah, and she wasn't she a soap opera actress, or, or am I thinking of something different? Uh, she might have been. I'm trying to look up right now. She was. She, uh, she, she was like a. She she was one of those you know day players. She she did a ton of. Mm. Uh, you know, single episodes uh, here and there on different different television shows. The 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 funny thing, she she said that the only reason she did this movie was because she needed a new car. Um, yeah, right. so like she, she, just, she yeah, it was a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but also, then, like her her like blue sweater is iconic oh, now, it's right? Totally, like, it's the whole yeah. look. Going back to uh, the the third movie, I know we're not there yet, but that same uh, corn fed hunk, he has on a sweater that's like reminiscent of it. Yes, and I was like, is that supposed to tie in thematically or I whatever? Think, but I, I think, think it, it was is. just like they bought two sweaters or something <laughs> like that. So <laughs> they had one left over. They had, but. and I don't know if you guys, yeah. if you guys noticed, um, but on the uh, whenever she gets beheaded, um, you see her hands kind of come up like. Uh, mm. Oh yeah! If you, if you if you look closely, uh, they are very very hairy hands uh, <laughs> because that was actually Tom Savini. Um, hey, oh that's funny. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. He he did a lot of the he did a lot of the stunts uh, in, in in this movie. Um, the uh, the the when they first um, are, are kind of all gathering and they go to the uh, the archery range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but that that arrow that gets fired at that uh, hay bale, which she's standing right next to, um, I think it was uh, oh, who I can't think of the actress's name, but she's standing right next to it. And that arrow, I mean, is two feet away from her and uh is shot powerfully enough to to stick in that hay bale that, that was actually shot by uh tom savini she was standing next to it there was no i think there was minimal uh safety precautions taken on this movie considering it's the 80s it was yeah. shot for five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> that's crazy oh, really man. yeah i don't know like i think this movie looks pretty good you know like all things considered like $500,000. I feel like they stretched that pretty well. Oh, this movie is gorgeous. It, it really it's, is. Yeah. There, there it is really some, holds up. I mean, the, the saturation, the, uh, the the colors, the, 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 the crispness of the film, like, 
I was shocked. I, I watched this uh, on, on, you know, 4K uh, big screen, and Jesus Christ, I was blown away by just how beautiful the movie looks. I don't know if whoever did the transfer just really spent some time on yeah. it, but uh, for a movie that's considered to be such, you know, trashy, low, lowbrow cinema, uh, it looks really fucking good. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about Pamela Voorhees being the killer real quick. So, yeah. Ross, what did you think when you first found out that she was the killer in this movie? Did you know before you actually watched the movie? Yeah, I think it was just one of those things that, like, it was like a playground thing. Like, oh, did you know that, you know, Jason isn't even in the first one? Like, I feel like I'd heard about that, you know, way before I ever saw the movie. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a shot. And honestly, I can't even, I don't really even remember the, like the first time I watched it. Um, like I don't have a distinct memory of it, but, uh, yeah, I definitely knew that the, like the twist was, I knew what the twist was before I ever watched it. Man, playgrounds were like, it's like Darth Vader. <laughs> playgrounds <laughs> were just like riddled with spoilers back in the day. Oh, you could like escape them. It wasn't until I became an adult and we stopped playing on playgrounds. Well, some of us did. Some of us got <laughs> fucked up on them. That's but, what got uh, you. The, the spoiler stopped, you know. So yeah, got my got my own ass. Maybe you spoiled something for someone <laughs> that took you down. Stephen, how did uh, how did you first uh, hear about Pamela Voorhees? Did you watch it on film, or did you hear about it before watching it? I don't remember the first time. It felt like it was just one of those things, like Darth Vader. You just it was just like a spoiler known by everybody. Um, and I really do yeah. wonder for both of those things if I had been able to watch it with that in mind, like not knowing. That'd be really interesting, but um, I don't even think that really detracts from it. It just is what it is. Um, I find this series interesting that we're doing because Jason is iconic for a mask that he doesn't even attain until the third movie, and he's not even in the yeah. first movie, like, technically. Um, not not in any kind of incarnation that we know of. So, yeah, it's, like, so interesting to think of something so iconic, and it, was, it took three movies to even get there. But uh, Jason's yeah. hockey mask was just as synonymous as, like, knowing his mom was the killer in the first one. Um, we've been rewatching mm -hmm. the Scream series because we watch them all the time. And uh, also through that alone, like, that's one of the questions that she gets wrong in the very beginning, Drew Barrymore and Scream. So that movie was only 16, movie, 16 years after this. And uh, they, they talk about it. And it's, you know, something that people were kind of aware of through that as well. Like, it perpetuated the the storyline of this movie or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know yeah. like what this was like watching it fresh, but, um, I don't think it detracts from it either. So it works for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, that's good. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, eh, what? But it's Jason. It's a Jason movie. Right. These, these movie makers didn't make a Jason movie. Right. You know, <laughs> you got to put Jason in that mask. Oops. But, um, yeah. So well, it, this is the first time I've, I'm actually like seeing how it played out and she gives like the backstory with the the two camp counselors that were making out instead of watching Jason and then he drowned in the lake yeah. uh, or so we thought you know he makes that triumphant uh, reappearance toward the end of the movie he says um, I can swim bitch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leapfrog jump and then he like grabs her by the neck um, so is this your first time ever watching it Brent? Yeah, I, f I feel like, oh, wow. uh, like cohesively outside of like the the realm of like bits and pieces on TV sure. over the years. Yeah, this is this is uh, yeah, this is it. Crazy. So yeah, but I, I do feel like uh, Jason is and probably has been uh, my favorite slasher for a while. Mm. I just feel like I just feel like 
he's kind of a good dude, you know? Like, <laughs> he, you're on his turf, right? You know? It's your fault. Right. It's your fault. Like, don't be a camp counselor. Try that. There are plenty of occupations out mm. there. Mustard bottle designer. Oh, yeah. Uh, aquarium mover. Mm-hmm. Um, President of the United States. These are all good options. You know, these are all the options. All equal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they all have so much power uh, in, in their roles. <laughs> Moving toward the, the end of this movie, uh, the final girl, Alice, she kills Pamela Voorhees. And I uh, cackled when she just, like, straight up chopped her head off. That part, I don't think I knew. Mm. I thought... Yeah. She just got like stuck in the stomach or something like that. She cuts her head off. The head goes fucking flying, you know. It's awesome. Then, um, yeah, it was so funny. And then uh, to get away, she hops in a canoe and then slowly floats away, <laughs> rather than like <laughs> taking a jeep. That jeep that was there that uh, Pamela drove up in uh, to safety or whatever. I know there's a dead person in it, but you know, you, you gotta <laughs> you gotta escape while you can. That was another thing is um, in that cabin that Alice was trying to fend off uh, the killer from uh, before we knew it was Pamela. Like somebody gets thrown through a window where they start beating on the door or something like that, and then later we saw uh, the the jeep pull up. So it does like. Pamela Voorhees go and like bang on the door and then like haul ass up the road, hop in the Jeep and then drive around like she's going to be the 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 rescue person. Was that the is that how the, the series of events would stack? Oh, up? you're thinking about it again. That's we what I've done. That's what I've done wrong. We told okay, you once, sorry. Brent. <laughs> All right. I'll fall off something real quick. That'll, that'll put a quick, <laughs> there, quick stop to it. There Knock is, a few things loose up there. The, there are some uh, ideas that like a lot of slashers. Uh, they teleport essentially because there's like they're, yeah. they're in places they should not be a lot of times unless you have two killers like in the Scream franchise. Uh, but a lot of these, I don't know, like Michael does that too, where he just is in places you shouldn't be or disappears from places you should be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like like the ball pit of a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh man, <laughs> that's how Michael dies. Like in the end of Terminator Two, just the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to go. What a way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys want to move on to part two? Yeah. Do you have any nose, Ross? I've got, I've got, a, I've got a few things um, uh, here. Uh, so, so the, uh, the movie um, is in a weird way, kind of a reverse psycho. If you think about it, um, because in, in psycho, I was told not to think about it. Well, this is, <laughs> this is where it gets confusing. Well, you think about this part. And okay. only this part. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so, so in Psycho, uh, you know, you, you think the entire time that uh, it is uh, uh, Norman Bates's mother uh, mm-hmm. that is doing the, doing the killing, and then you find out oh. that it's it's actually Norman Bates dressing up as her mother, his mother. Uh, whereas in this movie, uh, you're thinking the entire time that it's Jason, uh, but it turns out to be Pamela. She's not really dressing up as Jason, but it's sort of like the the, the gender uh, reversal thing, uh, which uh, I thought was kind of uh, neat, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Psycho, so it, it, they try to lead you to think. Wow, you just spoiled it for him? Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> yeah, on this 80-year-old movie. <laughs> Let me follow up something yet again. Um, so do they do they try to lay out clues to make you think that it's the mother? That's the killer? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I did not know that. Oh, you should watch huh? Psycho. 
Yeah, but your your point is is true, Ross. I, I agree with that, and it is kind of like the reverse. Yeah, it's it's not a, it's not a it's it's not a perfect uh, thing, but but it is it is it is kind of like that similar uh, leads you down one road and then kind of swerves right. and, and and comes back on you. So it's kind of a hmm. shocker there, surprise. Right on. Um, I do love the uh, the extended scene of the cop uh, naming fifty different slang terms for marijuana. Mm. Um, <laughs> Always a good scene in any kind of movie. I, right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write them down, but uh, go check them out. They're really fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the 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 movie. I don't know. I, like I said, I stepped away for a second, so you guys may have touched on this, but uh, was shot for five hundred thousand dollars, but uh, globally took in fifty nine million dollars. Holy shit! Yes, that's like twice the amount. <laughs> that's fucked yeah, up. it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the uh, the working title for the movie uh, was called Long Night at Camp Blood. Hmm. Interesting. Like, I feel like it's more descriptive. Yeah. It's but I don't know if it's as catchy. Too, you know, franchise worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like they, they want us to know it's uh, Friday the 13th so we can eventually celebrate Jason's birthday. That's the whole thing. Exactly. That's what they're getting around to, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the French version uh, instead of calling him Jason, his name was Jackie. <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Voorhees. I can't. I can't take that seriously. <laughs> I know it's it's ridiculous. Uh, but apparently, they uh, they the later dubs they they started calling him Jason again. Uh, but yeah, initially it was uh, Jackie Voorhees. Jackie takes uh, Manhattan. That's interesting. That's like in uh, in England back in the day they used to call them Teenage Mutant Hero mm-hmm. Turtles because Ninja was like a no no right. thing back then. Yeah, couldn't have the nunchucks either. So yeah, get the nunchucks. Like yeah, <laughs> like the, the most holy of weapons. <laughs> the, the least deadly of all the weapons. <laughs> it's the one they couldn't show. <laughs> least Ridiculous. useful for sure, I would think. Nunchucks, nunchaka. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seems yeah. like uh, whenever I used them, and I was a professional, I only hit myself. So I don't, I never saw them as a really effective we- weapon, you know? Well, you were working through something. So Listen, that's a little yeah. bit different. I don't yeah. want to talk about my self harm days with nunchucks. You're <laughs> <laughs> trying uh, to recreate Ross, Brent's traumatic yeah. brain injury. <laughs> I didn't hit myself with the right spot. Hey, you could try. You could try, man. I perfected it. <laughs> I dare you to try. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, that's all I've yeah. got for the uh, for, for the first movie. for part one. Yeah. Right on. Hell yeah! Well, let's move on to part two. This one was uh, from 1981, just one year later. Back when they yeah. used to do that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Get them out fast. Some immediate sequel. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, what do you have on this one for the uh, cast and crew? This one was directed by Steve Miner. Uh, looks like this was his directorial debut. Now, Brent, this is important for our further trilogy down the month whenever we do the uh, Halloween sister trilogy that ends. Oh, in, yes. Well, for me, it ends in H2O because Steve Miner <laughs> directed H2O. So Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. That's crazy. I know. Um, so he directed two. Oh, I'm going to be watching for a baghead. I'm going to be watching that. He directed two and three. I thought he only did two until today. Whenever I started three, and I realized he did that one as well. So uh, how was he? In, how was he involved with the first one? Or was he Steve Miner? Uh, he. I don't yeah. know if he was. Um, I didn't see his name listed on the Wikipedia, okay. and it's already closed. So I said <laughs> he was. I think he was like a he was like a low level um, day play like henchman. Yeah, like a no, crew like or a, something. Yeah, not even an uh, AD. He was like a 
he was there, but this, this was not like a uh, like a professional. The, at least the first one was not like a super professional. Uh, uh, movie he was set. associate <laughs> producer on the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, that, a lower that, level. That he yeah. was a gopher, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he gave pretty much. He gave Jackie Voorhees a hand job, and that's how we got the role. We all know it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, So he directed it. Um, This one was, uh, this has only a small cast list. Uh, Adrian King, uh, Amy Steele, and John Fury are the people listed on here. Um, We also Mm -hmm. have Stir Charno um, as Jason Unmasked as Warrington Gillette, and then Steve Daskowich is masked. Uh, Walt Gurney as Crazy Ralph, very important to mention him as well. (laughs) He Uh, reprises his role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, a few it's other people in there as well. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I didn't remember this one as well. Uh, I, all I really remembered of it is that it starts with the final girl from the first one, like living in yeah. some apartment. Uh, that's all I ever remember from this. And then it, it takes its other you know turn where it's like, um, you know, five years later and there's like a school of camp counselors on the same lake, but um, a different a different camp i guess or whatever um mm-hmm. and i'd forgotten too like now that i know the others in the series like there there's somewhere it's just like people in a house sometimes it's camp counselors uh, i didn't realize they do this uh, like the third one is just like people in a house as well like they really do it's just kind of around the lake just people around this lake yeah. he's just really protective of his water he just wants his water sports and he wants no one around when he does it exactly yeah he's waiting he's trying to get like a nice freeze come right. winter time so he can play hockey he just got this he's new hockey mask and everything. not not yet not in this movie but he's looking forward to it he's gonna build a team it's gonna be great i love it so uh yeah, yeah which is wild go. because if you think about it so it takes place five years later but it released mm-hmm. the next year so you're already like they're jumping way into right. the future, mm-hmm. half a decade in the future, which is pretty pretty weird. Well, I wonder if they were trying to compensate for Jason being a, a tiny ass little uh, tadpole boy in the first mm-hmm. movie toward the end of it, and then he's like a full grown ass adult in this. They're like, froggy. what do you say? Like five years? <laughs> yeah. yeah, five years is probably good. Already, it makes you know. No we'll just tell sense. the kids that that come see this. It's it's been five years. It came out last year it's been five years don't worry about it you're thinking too hard um so one thing that this movie does and i think even the next one is um something that i think is hilarious they they do this in the rocky movies which i watched earlier this year as well which is the beginning of this movie is the last like five to ten minutes Mm -hmm. of the previous movie almost in total right like you you could just go see it, you know. They didn't have VHS or any way to rewatch this movie outside of just like going to a theater at that time. So I suppose it works if uh, you're trying to remind the audience how the last one ended and how it works in the continuity of this one, uh, or if people have never seen the first one, they can kind of get in on the ground floor with this one, and then you just like start off. And you're like, oh, some grandma was a killer. Okay, I guess, okay, I guess. sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, she was. Seems awfully strong. I guess. And now Baghead's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that this. Uh, I don't know if it's still the case, but uh, at the time, it held the record for the longest cold open. I think it was like almost 20 minutes, which is insane. That <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you don't even get to the credits for 20 minutes. It's all like that's almost a fifth of the movie. Um, yeah, uh, is just a <laughs> just a recap of the first one, and then mm-hmm. a little bit of setup. Yeah, like the uh, the thing I liked about the the first movies 
intro whenever we get to the logo is like the 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 13 comes at the screen and you see gra- uh, glass break Hell but it's, yeah. it's like just a portion of the screen it's not like the entire screen that you see yeah it's just like a tiny square sl- just slightly larger than the logo itself but we didn't have that for this one or uh i don't think it happened in the third one either third one's going in your the, face no but you know what does happen um, it fucking explodes yeah. <laughs> 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 these movies know exactly what they are that's why they're awesome yeah right it's incredible uh-huh. they lean into it for sure um so this movie is uh, where jason becomes the ongoing villain uh, villain, villain the ongoing villain of the series uh but uh he's aged up quite a bit since the last movie and uh, like we said it takes place five years after the uh, first movie as well i like that they go to Jason's shack in the woods in this movie. Hell yeah. I was like, God damn, this should have been an episode of MTV's Cribs, you oh, know? Baby. <laughs> they roll up on Jason's his little shack, his little shanty. He's like, come on in, come on in. This is where I keep my rats. Red man is just like smoking weed on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the dude show his toilet. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got plumbing, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to clean it, but uh, <laughs> you can only do what you can do, you know? Keeps his mom's head in the refrigerator. Because he, he takes it to, you know, other people's houses, and then he's got to come back and put it in his house, the whole thing. You got to keep it where you got it. That's what he uses to transport dip, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Her scalp off. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that made me sick. Yeah. Uh, Ross, have you seen the 2009 Friday the Thirteenth reboot? Um, I did see it at the time. I have not seen it since, so it's it's been, okay. been quite a while since I've seen that. It's not great or anything, but uh, in terms that of the reboots, takeaway, yeah. it's it's my favorite. Like it's grown on me because it is terrible, and for some reason I like it for various reasons. But one of them is it does. I realize the more I watch the other the old ones that it does some of the thi- same things. Like it has a cold open that is in, essentially an entire movie uh, <laughs> where it p- takes place with like five characters that get uh, like attacked by Jason and stuff, and then. Like thirty minutes into the movie, there's a whole new cast that comes in with the brother. Oh, wow. Yeah, with the brother of one of the girls from the first cast, and then you're like, "Oh, we're into a whole new movie." Like they they basically recap some of these and then like do more of them. But uh, my main reason for bringing it up is you brought up the shack that they go to. I didn't realize that these older movies kind of do this too. What they propose in that version is that he did mm. stay alive. He watched his mom get beheaded. And now, essentially, he is a doomsday prepper in his shack in the woods, and he is right. just literally protecting his territory. He has a lot more, like, bear traps around. He has, like, underground traps for them, uh, and they play yeah. up that that whole thing, which is weird in that movie because it's not what I think of Jason. But then I watch these, and I'm like, oh, there are aspects of that. He is kind of just protecting his territory, and essentially, if no one would go there, no one would die uh, sure until not. he goes to yeah. Manhattan because he needed a vacation. Well. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh God, I love. I love that one. I love eight so much. I don't care. That one was kind of yeah. Was kind of funny. Takes it, Vancouver. I hadn't. Yeah, right. I hadn't seen that one either. Uh, all of these movies. That brings up another point for me because that one and uh, I had noticed as well. But every one of these movies, especially compared to the other slasher films like Michael and and Freddy, uh, these movies are fucking horny. Oh so yes. So many people yeah. are having oh. sex. There's so many just butts and tits, just like 
straight up just shown for like five minutes straight you know like let's just yeah. watch yeah. this girl walk across the entire side of the lake you know uh, i was i was fine with that <laughs> yeah. terry, I, I won't go side for that one terry in this movie is that the one that's uh muffin's owner she owns that little dog yeah, oh she's i got like the, muffin's she's owner got the short hair she uh, I don't know. She, she got, got like the crop top, mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse shirt. Fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck yes. yeah. She, oh my god, that Dude, that was my literal next note. Is she's a babe? I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I don't want to be. Not, a, I don't want to be like too much of a of a perv, but Jesus fucking Christ, she is a smoke show. <laughs> yeah, she, her name is Kirsten wow. Baker. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good um, look. though. it's like Daisy Dukes with the Mickey Mouse shirt. Um, oh my, it's god. a whole look. Yeah, that and does I think everything th- for me right there. <laughs> That's a thing from this era, though, right? Like, we don't want to be a bunch of pervs, but all at the same time, that was like an '80s slasher trope. And this movie, I realized more than the other ones. Uh, I mean, there's like a little bit in the other, like in Halloween. There's uh, there's stuff, and and Freddy, Freddy, there's a little bit, but in these movies, they're like, no, this is we know this is what people are here for. At least the teenage boys yeah. are here for this, mm-hmm. and uh, those right. teenage boys grew up, and they're us now, and. Man, these chicks can still get it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like the two things you were forbade from seeing back in the day was uh, graphic violence and then sex. And this mm. was both. So that was that was like the main draw, right? Like, sure, you had the unbridled sex appeal of Pamela Voorhees in the first movie. But <laughs> now hey, she was now? she was I mean, I thought she was looking pretty good. She was a hot grandma. She's a she's a gilf. You like that sweater? Oh yeah. Well, I think that um, Kirsten Baker uh, knows exactly what she was doing because um, right before this mo- these movies came out, she did Gas Pump Girls and Teen Lust, both from 1979. <laughs> so I bet you could find some more cool cool shots of her if you want if you wanted to find it out. You know, we need a real Kirsten Baker type, and we can get her. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of like the the, the horniness of it, um, there's the, the the one guy Mark who's in a wheelchair, and I think they call him Scooter or something mm-hmm. like that. Which I was like, I don't know if that's a very eighties thing right, as but, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I love that they let him be like the cool guy of the group, and then also that one girl Vicky is like super into him. Oh hell yeah! And it's it's not like there's nothing like ableist about it. She's just like. All, all over him. She's like, "Does your dick work?" Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> I got no complaints. <laughs> and then, uh, my, my favorite part of their uh, whole story is uh, at a certain point, she like goes off to her room and uh, she's been flirting, flirting with him for a little while, and uh, she's like going through her clothes and she holds up a pair of like silk brown panties. Brown, like, was, oh what? yeah, these <laughs> these are sexy as fuck. You know? I was like, like, it's just like the colors have got to be off, right? It's not brown, yeah. but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's brown. <laughs> I've never adjusted the uh, my monitor like settings for my TV, but I was tempted. I was like, "Is this supposed? To, did this like hot pink somehow age on the film and become like a shit brown?" Because that's like this. That's almost like the one color you don't want out of underwear because it right. just immediately conjures poop. You mm-hmm. know, right? But I don't know. It's a it's a look, man. It's a thing. She was really excited about him. And, uh, she was excited, you know, and that's that's kind of all you can ask for. It's her lucky lucky undies. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so obviously Jason is in this movie, but he doesn't look like Jason. Uh, he's got a bag head and uh, one <laughs> hole cut in his eye. And then uh, also he runs. He runs in this movie. And I know him as a like lumbering fellow. You know, mm. you can kind of yeah. outrun Jason. But Stephen, like you said, sometimes he'll just appear out of nowhere. You know, depending right. on camera placement, really, uh, or, you know, whatever the movie needs him to do, he, he can do. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm used to him just kind of like slowly stalking through the woods. But he was a he was a runner in this one. I didn't even really notice that he I do like I don't mind the lumbering thing um, like with Michael <laughs> or with with Jason. It, it works. Yeah, I prefer There's it. no really, really, really for them to go a lot of times in these movies. So yeah. uh, they, they make it work for me. And uh, yeah. I don't remember him actually running in this one. He does that in the 2009 one. He's definitely really fast. But uh, I watched all of these within the last like twenty four hours, all three of these movies. So they're they're all blending oh, yeah. together in one one movement right now. <laughs> but um, right, but yeah, he's uh, the baghead look though. I know Brent, you weren't a huge fan of the Fear Street movies, but that's what they were doing in the second one. That's like a summer camp, uh, like nineteen seventy nine or whatever. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, uh, nineteen seventy eight yeah. or something. Um, they're doing like uh, the, the the Jason Part Two. You know, baghead, and um, and it works in that movie for me as well. So yeah, I feel like it. It like in this world, it does make sense more so than like a hockey mask. But the it's hockey so mask weird, is though, so right? iconic; it right. just looks so good. Yeah, that I'm like, ah, I, I just you know, I know what we eventually get to, and I'm just like kind of eager to get there. You know, for sure. Um, Ross, what do you think about uh, the baghead look? I like it. Um, I didn't like it at first. Um, I thought it. You know, obviously you you. You know, you're used to the, the, the hockey mask. That's the yeah. that's the standard. Um, but uh, the more like I, I kind of go back and, and rewatch these because uh, generally every uh, every year uh, around October, I try to uh, watch all, all of them um, mm. in, in order. Um, and the more the more I go back and rewatch them, the more I really uh, I really enjoy uh, the second one a lot mm. actually it's like one of my favorite Friday the 13th right um, my favorite is part four uh, hey. I think part four is just the uh, final chapter phenomenal movie um, that's the last one uh-huh. <laughs> that's one of my favorite uh, as well that's the start of the Tommy Jarvis stuff and it's it fucking rules man it really does um, I love part six also but it's more of like yeah. a comedy um uh kind of kind of silly but uh it's it's so right. much fun um but i think as far as like uh being a good balance of it being scary uh being really well shot um just on on a, on a technical level um it's it's definitely uh, in the upper echelon of, of friday the 13th movies mm-hmm. yeah. um but i think like if i if i were going to uh, like introduce someone to Friday the Thirteenth. That would be one of, if not the first movie that I would show them, um, because I think it's it just it, it's firing on all cylinders. It's uh, it's you know uh, accessible for for people who aren't familiar with the franchise. Um, but uh, it's I don't know. I, I I really love the fourth one. Just just so 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 much. Right. Um, yeah, but uh, what? What? A, so, so Brent, you have you been watching all of them? Uh, I've watched these first three. Okay, yeah, just for this record, yeah. So you you haven't watched anything beyond? You've never seen four? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. 
Yeah. Is is that when he goes to Manhattan? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he does a lot in his final chapter. He meets Corey he Feldman. Vancouver. <laughs> and number four, that's the Tommy Jarvis just starts off as, as Corey Feldman as a little kid. Yeah. And then oh. five, he comes back as, uh, it's like also a time jump, and he comes back as like a teenager. And then six, he's like an older, a different actor, like a little bit older. And it is really goofy, but man, it's a lot of fucking fun. Seven, there's a girl with uh, uh, telekinetic powers in it. So it really gets, what? it really goes places, Brent. You're <laughs> Interesting, okay. This, this is one of the weirdest series out of all of them. And they're all like, all three of the main, you know, main ones are, are pretty weird, but. Wasn't the uh, telekinesis one, wasn't that supposed to be like Jason versus Carrie? Or that was I've like the idea. That, like she's yeah. like a Carrie-like person. Yeah, uh, Carrie versus Jackie. Carrie, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie v. Jackie. <laughs> Dawn of nothing. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, we can't talk about Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and not bring up the fact that Jason gets kicked in the nards. Mm. Which you know, if you're into like horror at all, you should know about the Monster Squad. You should know Wolfman got nards, mm-hmm. and Jason clearly has now, nards Jason, as well, right? Yeah. Got those danglers. <laughs> <laughs> Just bobbing in the toilet. Uh, what do we think about uh, Jason shrine to his mother? That's probably That's um, normal. We, we yeah. all have this, right? It's sweet. I mean, it's his, it. it's his dip chip bowl, you know, and he puts it on a pedestal like you should. So, yeah. <laughs> That's important to any snacking adventure, and he, he really knows how to do it upright. Sam mixes rotel. <laughs> like at Christmas time, he puts up one of those little like Christmas trains that like goes around her head <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> she's looking good still, you know. She can still get it from that first one we were talking about her. You know, it looks like she's lost some weight. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. She lost about a hundred pounds, maybe a little, oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Man. She's on that keto. How much does the soul weigh? Like 0. 0.5 ounces. <laughs> Uh, one thing that was surprising to me is like I knew the, the 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 frog boy Jason from the end of the first movie. He like pops up out of the lake or whatever. It's been referenced a lot in uh, different films. You know, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the Druid's hand. No spoilers, but yeah, kind of spoilers. <laughs> um, but uh, I was surprised to see something similar happens in this movie as well. It's uh, uh, he busts through that window with his mask off. This is the uh, the, mm. the different actor that plays Jason that you had mentioned yeah, yeah. Uh, at the top of this discussion, Stephen. And uh, I was surprised to see that uh, Jason has like one mutton chop as he's like <laughs> jumping through the window. I had forgotten about this version of maskless Jason. Uh, again, yeah. like in four, you see him without it. And I thought that was the first time I really see him. But I, because I, I had forgotten about these, but uh, they show him a lot and he's, he's much different than I remembered or expected. <laughs> <laughs> But they're pretty consistent with the uh, I don't know what you'd even call it the 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 kind of side of his face that's messed up. It looks like almost like yeah. growths or I don't know. Like they they joke about him being the like deformity. a deformity. They don't say it so nicely, but a special needs child. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's a drowning thing. If it's like he I don't know. Like there's the lore is kind of all over the place as well. But um, I mm. like the look of him, mask or maskless. It's it's all kind of just creepy to see that giant hulking man come after you. I think a good like uh, way to explain Jason's like kind of weird smashed head is that when he was crowning, when uh, Mm. Pamela was giving birth to him, she sneezed and then it just like (laughs) squeezed a little bit. And he hit the wall or something. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> all right. That, that's that's all my notes for part two. Do you guys have any other notes for uh, the second movie? Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a couple here. Um, Go for it. So uh, the budget on this was one point two five million, uh, but ended up bringing in twenty one point seven million. So no, respectable, not, not not as much as the first movie, but uh, certainly uh, yeah, respectable amount of uh, uh, profit there. Well, you know, people back then were like, "I'll just wait till it hits streaming. It's fine, right? <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> really common, yeah, absolutely." Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so, so uh, there there was a uh, movie called The Town That Dreaded Sundown, yeah. which is loosely based on an actual uh, uh, series of true events that took took place in uh, Texarkana, um, uh, with a uh, man that wore a burlap mask and uh, killed uh, multiple people. They they never they don't think they actually actually ever found the person that did it, although several people have claimed. Uh, to have been responsible, but they don't have a definitive answer. That uh, uh, so he could still be out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they hired him for this movie. Yeah, exactly. He was the baghead Jason. Tom Savini. <laughs> I'm going to the movies. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I'm gonna be a shah. <laughs> Wait a second, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Hold on a second. Where was he? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Would not shock me. Um. Uh, Terry, just goddamn, just fucking on my face, please. Um, <laughs> uh, See, I have such a hard time of keeping track of all of the people's names because mm-hmm. they maybe say them once, and I'm like, I don't, I can't keep track of them. She's the, she's the babe. Oh, okay. She's the, the she's babe. the one with the 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 Mickey Mouse shirt and the Daisy Duke oh, okay. little uh, little little pants, and she was just a yeah. fucking smoke show. And she gets mm-hmm. butt ass naked, and you see full on. You see yeah, some that of was surprising bush. to me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> just I, that one really. She like we circled back to out, Terry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. the star of the show. Because um, you know, sometimes with when, when you when you go back and watch eighties horror movies, uh, th- there'll be the and look. I don't want to body shame. It's, it's not my personal thing. But the uh, the the big, you know, the this was when breast implants were fairly new and uh, not very uh, they weren't perfected. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so a lot of a lot of eighties horror uh, movies uh, have really bad boobs, um, <laughs> but hers were you know on that row and uh, just fucking fire, bra. Um, not a joke. She just smoke show and a half. I, I can't talk enough about her. Let's just make, this is now a Terry podcast. Um, I I love that, uh, Jason is polite. There's like several instances where, uh, he he like gently closes doors. I know he's sneaking around, but it just, it just, it makes, it just cracks me up that he's this big lumbering, uh, monster, but like gently closes doors. Someone might um, have a headache. Don't wake the neighbors. Right? Yeah, <laughs> don't wake people up. They might be napping. Uh, there, there is that uh, one one scene where he sits up out of bed. Uh, that is mm. fucking terrifying. Um, he just like slowly. It's kind of it's it's a little bit of a um, uh, Mike Myers. Uh, mm. uh, you know where he he sits up after being stabbed. Uh, it, it's kind of got that same same thing, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's super 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 creepy when Jason does it. Um, uh, I I think it'd be funny if like 
uh, one of the the crew members off screen said, "I'm gonna be late for work." <laughs> you could re-edit that scene. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Can we re-edit that part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he sits up and uh, says, uh, "I think I'm gonna be late for work." Jason does. This was great. Let's move on. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. So. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> Uh, I love the jump scare at the very end um, with Jason's mom uh, popping out of the water. Oh, yeah. No, that was that's the third one. That was the third one. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> but I do okay. like that. I put that on the wrong. Okay. Wrong note. Uh, so in that case, nope, we're all done. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on to, uh, to, to part three then. Steven, do you want to give us the cast list? On this one. Yeah. Cast uh, once again, directed by Steve Miner. Um, this one is starring Dana Kimmel, Paula Kratka, Paul, Paul Kratka, Tracy Savage, Jeffrey Rogers, Catherine Parks, uh, Larry Zerner, David Katims, Rachel Howard, Richard Brooker as Jason in this one. Uh, I think all of them have had a different Jason so far. Um, that's mm. another thing, too, is like uh, Kane Hodder ends up becoming Jason in part seven, the one with the telekinetic chick. And uh, he's mm-hmm. he does it for the next few of them, and he, people really like a lot of fans like him and stuff. And he'll show up in those documentaries as well, like the horror documentaries or ones about this. But um, I've never been a huge fan of his. I once I realized what he showed up in part seven, where Jason is full on zombie mode, and he's fucking humongous from that point on, uh, not like a normal dude. Uh, it's just like whatever. But I, I like just Jason in these early movies. I think it works. Um, it's just kind of like a normal guy. You know, like he's he's scary just because he won't stop coming, not because he's like huge. Um, yeah. Like mm-hmm. Michael is also like a big dude, but he's just like a regular dude. And and Rob Zombie's Michael Myers version, he's like a hulking giant fucking man, and it's like, oh, that's a whole different right. version. I just don't dig it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, mm-hmm. for me, uh, this one works, and uh, he attains the hockey mask in this one, which is pretty rad. And yeah. um, but my main thing is, I I had mentioned last week on our last episode about we're trying to watch monster house in 3d cause I'm into that. And, uh, it didn't quite work for me on that movie. I'd really wanted to try to get a copy of this. The, the Blu-rays that include the 3d version of Friday the 13th part three are over a hundred dollars. So I decided against it on this go around. But, uh, once I started watching it, cause I haven't seen, this is my least watched sequel probably. Uh, I realized like, damn it. I really wish I fucking had that. Cause it has so, <laughs> so many gimmicks in it. God damn it. It's great. Oh, There's yo-yos, popcorn, sticks poking out. It's like, it's so funny. Uh, cause like, like Ross said, one is, is pretty straightforward. It's a, it's a, it's a scary movie. Part two as well is a scary movie. Uh, they have jokey parts, but they, they are, they take themselves seriously. This one, they just went like, no, let's do it in 3D. Let's do fucking all the gimmicks. Like, it's really interesting. It still has scary moments, but it's it's like where it started leading into almost like comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the, the gimmicks that they wrote down were like things they wrote down on a note card over like a quick lunch break. We're like, okay, what can we do to, uh, to get some 3D right. in this thing? <laughs> and they had like eight things. They're like, uh, yeah, that works. You said broom handle, right? Okay, right. that's definitely going well, in the movie. Three times. <laughs> three times. The three times. Well, yeah. Forks. Uh, I, I, I knew that this was, a a 3d movie but like i kind of knew it in the back of my head Mm -hmm. so when i was watching this one uh i was just like okay here we are in the third one because it doesn't say 3d in like the actual title but like as soon as i saw that like the handle of that like pitchfork or whatever it was pointed the (laughs) the camera i was like here we are right we're in 3d now baby they really never going back 
Yeah. Um, this one was uh, this one was interesting. So, uh, Stephen, I, I actually prefer the like hulking, like lumbering mm-hmm. uh, version of Jason. Again, you can't beat Freddy versus Jason. You can try, you won't succeed. I'm my looking friend. that up to see if that's Kane Hodder and Freddy versus Jason. I believe it is, but I'm not positive. So I don't. I thought they. Think it is. Yeah, I thought they got a different guy. Ken I think he wanted Kersinger. to be in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where he was. Yeah. Okay, but he's still like a hulking dude. I think in that or version of Jason in that yeah. movie. Right. But, like, the, the version of Jason that's in part three, he just looks like a guy that's on his way to a business luncheon. You know, he's got, like, a collared shirt. His, his like, his pants kind of look nice. They're, like, maybe jeans or whatever, but his shoes look okay. I'm used to the one where he's, like, his head is all, like, gray and disheveled underneath the right. mask. Like, the one in this movie is just, like, Steven, it's like if you put on the Jason mask, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And, like, it's just, like, a, a clean, bald head. You know? <laughs> it's too clean for you. You need more too too clean. He's almost like Mister Clean of the uh, the right. slashers, you know. I think the most yeah. extreme is uh, Jason goes to hell. Um, he literally looks like uh, somebody like tried to uh, put a hockey mask on like a giant turd. Like it's like <laughs> it's like uh, like protruding out of like the straps and stuff. Oh it, it looks yeah. Insane. Oh right right right. Granted, he's only in it for like a like Jason proper. He's only in it for like a ten minutes of the movie. Right. Maybe. You bringing this up, uh, the 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 weirdest version of Jason jogged my memory. I used to own and have seen Jason X, so those are my two. Oh yeah, right. My two go tos: Freddy versus Jason and Jason X, where he becomes like a superhero kind of, but mm-hmm. in outer space, but outer space Canada. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they really. They really go. This this whole series goes wild, man. Like, Freddy is in a dream world. Anything can happen. So, of course, it's almost like, even though that one's crazier, maybe, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, whatever. This one is, like, just kids at summer camp getting attacked. And, man, did you... Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if, like, anybody in 1980 was like, I bet he's going to end up in space. You know, like... <laughs> just there's no fucking yeah. way, right? Like, the... Or Manhattan, or Vancouver, any of them. You know, I didn't think anybody yeah. saw that coming, so... yeah. Well, you know, like the the reason that the spacing happened, right? Um, I don't. It was uh, to fill in the gap while they were waiting to make Freddy versus Jason. Right. They were trying to get a script yeah. nailed down for Freddy versus Jason, and uh, uh, they ended up making Jason X, which uh, <laughs> is a criminally underrated movie. Mm, another fan. Okay. Did, did no one in the that meeting to make Jason X pipe up and be like? What if we just didn't like make this movie? We just like waited. We just wait. We just hold off. You know, it did really well. Like in all things considered, yeah, it is kind of a fun movie for like it is the uh, the the kitschiness of it. You know, yeah, it's like it's just I don't know. I, it's a, it's an oddity for sure. I only like one part, and it's when they go into like uh like the holodeck. Or the, yeah. the danger room, <laughs> and then he he attacks the girls like the summer camp girls in the sleeping bag, and I fucking love that whole scene. And the rest of it, I'm I'm like, it's okay. It's a little it for me. It's too cheesy. The best kill in all of Friday. It's the pretty fantastic, right? That one scene is it's worth watching. That movie, insane. But. <laughs> and then I think there's like an alternate. Um, I, th- I want to say there's like an alternate cut or an alternate scene. Where he roasts them, like he just holds mm. the uh, the the sack up over the fire and just slowly burns them. Yeah, um, I wonder. As opposed to slamming them against the tree. 
the tree yeah, is, the, is the funniest part, though. That happens. The, <laughs> the sleeping bag above a fire happens in the reboot. Um, oh, uh, maybe the, that's the, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, in okay. the first group. Yeah, spoiler okay. alert. So sorry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I also did, as like I said, though, is like I watch that one sometimes, and I don't know all of the other sequels. So I'm like, it, it is... As terrible as this, the reboot was, they do try to do some homages to the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And when you know them, it's like, oh, that's fun. That's pretty fun. Like, that they, they mm-hmm. were trying a little bit, you know? Because right, otherwise, yeah. it's just a straight cash grab. But, uh, you know, and they yeah. do. That was the other thing, too. Uh, sorry to harp on the, the reboot so much. But they go, he goes through the mask situation, too. Like, he's in a, a burlap sack in the very beginning, I think. And then he kills someone in a barn. And, like, literally in that one, he kills someone in a barn and just feels... Uh, a presence of something and he moves a piece of wood across and there's just a hockey mask sitting straight up like facing him <laughs> with like a light on it <laughs> and he's like that's my mask and he puts it on like looks in the mirror and like he's off you know so uh yeah. they they try their best but uh, it's not that best either so. i would have loved like a uh like a little like uh, shopping montage where he's like out looking for masks or whatever. Like as a gag, he picks up like a, a white William Shatner mask. He looks down the barrel of the camera and rolls his eyes and tosses it behind him. You know? um, so yeah, at the, uh, we're on part three here. Um, again, the beginning of this movie is the end of the previous movie. So it kind of catches you up. I do use that. this time to like use the restroom, go get a snack or whatever. Uh, then I came back and watched the uh, remaining eight minutes of this movie. You know, that's, that's a way to do it. I misspoke on, I'm sorry, before we get too far, I, I misspoke on mm-hmm. Jason X. It, it did not do well. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it did, uh, it did poorly. The budget was, uh, around, uh, 12 million and that was at the box office was about 17. So when, when you factor in reality, uh, that, that was box office also. So, so you, I'm sure it did pretty well on DVD sales. So I'm it, it probably made its money back and then some, but not, not that great. Hey man, I was supporting the cause, you know, hey. I bought that DVD. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> I, know, I know we watched you it know. a bunch. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I do love the uh, the budgets for the different ones though, like five hundred and fifty thousand for the first one, one point two five million. Like they made so much money and they still spent, they doubled their budget, but like still not a lot. Like they pocketed a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. The third one looks like two point five. Almost all of them are under five until Jason X goes to fucking fourteen uh, out of nowhere, <laughs> and then Freddy yeah. vs Jason is thirty. But obviously, like, yeah, I imagine those That's people, team up like, movie. yeah, like yeah. it's team up, and I hope Robert England got a good paycheck for that. Oh, um, I'm sure he did. Yeah, but it's like it's was, interesting, you know. That movie did. That movie did pretty well. It did. Yeah, I. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason. Ah, God, I wanted them to make a a sequel so badly. I know the the sequel was. Uh, alleged to have been a crossover with uh, the Evil Dead franchise, or oh. Darkness, whichever you know. But yeah, because damn, th- there's like rad. he's supposed to be. The, uh, I think it's Jason goes to hell. The the Necronomicon makes a little uh, cameo, little little background really. hidden cameo. So there's like a hmm. uh, there's a, there's a theory that uh, Jason is actually a uh, a deadite, hmm. which I think is I think is kind of fun. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, he was in a cabin in the woods, you know? Yeah. So yeah. could have been the Evil Dead cabin. And also, I love that there's never really an explanation as to why he keeps coming back. It's just like... Right. He's back. Well, fuck it. Jason's <laughs> just roll back. with it, man. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, like, we were just talking about in part two how, like, sexy it was. And, like, there was a lot of, like, a lot of skin shown. Some uh, oh, yeah. just, like, 
full on uh, nudity for the women and just like overall horniness. And like I was watching or I started the third movie and I was like, how can they possibly top that? Like, what are they going to do to increase the like appeal to get young people in there? Like, how could they possibly top themselves Mm -hmm. from the second movie with a sex appeal? And then I get to the scene with the grocer shitting on screen <laughs> and you hear you see his legs sitting on a toilet you hear the fart sound oh, that's pretty bad I was like this Sound is how effects. they do it you know this is the one they left out they, they left out the uh, the, toilet the uh, potty humor from the, uh, <laughs> the second movie I thought you were leading into uh, the sexiest kill of this movie is when the handstand guy gets uh, killed by the taint he just gets <laughs> wait what the handstand guy Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets killed taint down. Yes, you know? yeah. that's wild. I paused it at that because I was like, wait a second. It's pretty and sexy. It's like <clears throat> bifurcated. Like you right. see like the the insides. That's that was pretty wild. And that was a, a taint down takedown. Is what that <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah. Later on, the I think it's his girlfriend or whatever. Like someone like like sits down with like a book and it drips blood and she looks up and he's like up in the rafters and it is like just you can tell like oh his body was split in half and it is yeah. now like kind of roped around that. Oh, it was pretty pretty disgusting. I think that may have been when she was reading the Fangoria magazine. Right. Um, yes. With Tom Savini, uh, the Tom Savini article. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I, I do love, like, the intro that's just, like, straight up disco. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. I was like, wow, they're going for 3D what a and change. disco all, in, all at once. Just, like, who gives a fuck? When did this Brilliant. movie come out? Was 82. it 82? The next yeah. year. Interesting. The year of my birth. So, oh yeah, but I, I like that they like staved off including like disco music in the first two Isn't movies. That weird? They're like, okay, here we are. <laughs> We're on the third chapter. We finally done it. This is officially a franchise. So let's throw that disco in there. Yeah, it would have been more appropriate in '79, you think? But um, yeah, yeah, '82. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I know I saw on uh, Wikipedia for this, uh, speaking of 1982, is that this was the movie that knocked ET off the number one. For that year, and oh, really? it came yeah. in second for um, top grossing horror movies of that year behind Poltergeist, one of my other very favorites. Hmm. So wild. I know. Hey, I, I heard recently that uh, there was an E.T. Uh, porn film, a porn oh, really? parody. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Interesting. Yeah. You, you guys know about that? <laughs> I think it was yeah, called E.T. But... Uh, e. the Extra Testicle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That tracks. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I have Hell yeah! I started in it. <laughs> I was Elliot. Uh, all right, so uh, yeah, we've talked about uh, Jason getting his iconic mask in this movie, and I was wondering how they were going to do it if he was just going to like show up and have it because I heard uh, from like doing research like years ago for a pop culture combat we did on uh, let's talk about stuff um, with uh, Freddie and Jason. Uh, I remember reading something about, like, they just figured it out kind of on set that, oh, this mask looks good. They were trying to get away from the the baghead look, and uh, somebody just happened to have a hockey mask, and uh, it worked out, so they included it in the movie, and this was his iconic look going forward. I wasn't sure how he was going to acquire it or if they were even going to show that. But when that dork with the, like, like white fro (laughs) shows up with it, and then, like, later on, we see he's dead, and then Jason has the mask on. 
but we don't actually like see that kid get killed, you know? Mm. Unfortunately. Like to look, I again, I think Jason's a good guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know yeah. if he saw that hockey mask and he was like i've been looking for someone to goalie for me and he like ran up and like hugged the guy accidentally killed right. him he doesn't know his own strength you know he was holding machete still mm-hmm. yes i will love him and pet him and call him george he, like snapped his neck he or whatever he's that guy's face until his eyeball pops out so yeah he, i know he he's does, like yeah. you're so cute <laughs> that 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 special effect was flawless. It's it pretty great. No notes. No notes. That's why I want to see it in three D. I gotta I gotta live this in real like what they meant, you know? Oh, the way the God. directors intended it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Release um, the but like, cut or whatever it was. But uh uh going back to the, the, the Jason mask thing, like I, I I feel like Jason is wearing that hockey mask now in reverence for his newly deceased friend. Oh. Sure he killed him by accident, but like <laughs> He's like, you know, Kevin or whatever would want me to wear this, right. you know, in his honor. That's true. So he just like wears that going forward. <laughs> They're like, yeah, why are you both, wearing that? He's like, it smells like Kevin. I miss <laughs> <yeah>. him. <laughs> both, both Jason and Shelly have uh, big incel vibes. So makes sense. Mm. They probably met on like a incel forum on Reddit or something. Right. <laughs> Is that that kid's name? Is Shelly? Yeah. I fucking oh, boy. hate Shelly. Shelly and Jackie. I hate Shelly. Yeah. He is a dipshit. <laughs> I cannot stand him. He's um he's not as annoying to me as the uh the kid in uh part five. If you remember that kid that's uh he eats ice cream and it like goes all down his arm. Oh they yeah. also kind of imply he might be a special kid, but um I, I don't know. Yeah. They're both like white white fro bros and uh very annoying. He's the one that gets uh, killed by the neighbor, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Shoots him in the face. Something like that. There's <laughs> part five is really weird. Uh, it's not my favorite by far, um, but yeah, it, it has some moments for me. But um, it, it it is weird, but it has some really fucking good kills in it. Like um, there's parts that I like. Really yeah, good kills. Yeah. So I'm curious, Brent, as you. As you do go through these, if you'll be intrigued. For for me, I watched part one for a long time. Eventually, I watched two and three. And Amanda and I would kind of watch those. I didn't want to go on. I didn't care. And then when I did, after years, that's when I watched four, five, six, seven. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been missing out. And they, oh, okay. it almost was like it took some time for them to settle in. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend, unless you've already done it, because you do that sometimes, that you go forward with the rest of it, you might take a year to watch the other ones. But I, I am curious to see what you'll think of the rest of the, the series. Yeah, no, I've, I've honestly for uh, I, I've only watched these three movies mm-hmm. for this uh, this podcast. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going forward in the Jason timeline. I I know it's going to get bonkers. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, look, I've already seen him go to space, you know. What other shenanigans will this right. fella get up to in the woods, you know? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Definitely watch four. I think four is um, just, f- it's phenomenal. Like I said, it's might be great. my favorite one. It's it's just so good. And six is okay. legitimately fucking hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it, it is it is intending to be a comedy, but like not in a, not in the way that you might, uh, expect that could come off like really cheesy and hacky um it's it's a lot of fun i think six is really good yeah i agree oh, okay four and six okay. are probably yeah my two picks 
Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Although I really liked, as I mentioned for part one, all three of these I thought were fun. Three was probably my least favorite of this go-around. Um, mm-hmm. I probably liked them in order. One and two are pretty interchangeable for my liking standards, but um, one is still just kind of like a classic. Um, I put in my notes that it it's kind of like I know what you did last summer in my eyes, where sometimes I'm I'm like, this is fucking trash, I don't want to watch it. And then I, I put it mm-hmm. off for a year, and I watch it, and I'm like, you know what? It's not so bad. And right now I'm like, I'm in that realm where I'm like, I enjoyed watching these. I'm glad we did it for the podcast. Uh, and I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going because I, I watch four, four and six and seven, like all the time. So uh, I'll, I'll keep it, do it going with them. But yeah. Yeah. You just skip over five. I generally do now. Yeah. That has a Tommy Jarvis in it. But um, to not spoil it, it's I, I don't want to ruin some of the story and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just not my favorite the way it plays out. And the characters. I like the characters, the kids in most of these movies, like these first three. Um, and then yeah. four has uh, not only Corey Feldman, but it has uh, fucking George McFly in it. It's got um, I can't remember oh. his name right now. The weird dude. Is that the the movie where he does the weird dance? Yes, it is. Yes. Oh fuck yeah! So it's worth it Holy for multiple shit. reasons. Um, I'm excited. It also amazing. has some hot chicks in it. You know, it's just got it's got a lot of good things going for for part four. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll add that to my queue right for on. sure. It's super super good. Um, I, you know, I've, I've so, uh, engrossed with, uh, Jason's look like that hockey mask. Um, I, I rarely do this, but I actually like changed the background to my phone to oh. be Jason's mask. And I found like a, oh, a, yeah. a filter to make it like cyan blue and then purple, nice. my two favorite colors. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, hell yeah, dude, I'm going to do this for all of October. And I was kind of looking at his masks and I, I love the little like red triangles he has on it. That's kind of what helps define it, you know? And then I saw on like part five, I yep. guess that's where <laughs> like he, the they take away the red triangles and they give him like blue, blue. ones on his yeah. cheeks. What is that about? It's, Do they acknowledge that? Well, a little bit, yeah. It's Do they? Not, Again, okay. it's, spoiler. It's not Jason Voorhees. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Yeah. I've I've heard about this. Right. I hear I hear what you're saying. That's why okay. it doesn't I don't like it as much. I think that's why it gets a bad okay. it gets a bad rap, but I right. I do think that uh I I think that uh, maybe a little bit too bad of a rap cuz yeah, it's not Jason, so I think that's like the big thing that that people kind of take away from it, but uh, I think if you kind of, uh, you know, g- get over that part, it's uh, it, it, it's got, like I said, it's got some really good kills in it. Uh, it's pretty mm. fucking bonkers. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 not as bad as people say it is. Not my favorite. Okay. It's right. Yeah. It's watchable the bottom, for, sure. for sure. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's got some moments for sure. Right. Like, I'll probably okay. watch it on this go around since I'm already I've already watched one, two, three. Kind of like Ross was saying, might, like, well. might as well just keep going, yeah, with the the list of them. Yeah, yeah. and um, I I still haven't made it through all of them because uh, not all of them are available on the same streaming services all the time. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's harder to find the later ones. And uh, like I haven't seen Freddy versus Jason in a long time since since we had talked oh my about God. stuff. So yeah, I gotta hit that one up. Uh-huh. Obviously, are you okay? <laughs> is this a call for help? Is that what this is? Might be the the call for help is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I noticed when we were watching these movies, the uh, the Paramount logo at the beginning, I was like, oh, that's that's weird because I was watching this on mass mask max. Mm. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I I knew that like New Line played a part in the Jason series at some point because that's how it kind of crossed over with Freddy later down right. the road. But then uh, I think it was on this third movie. It said uh, it had the Paramount logo and then it also had like the New Line logo. And so they like co-produced mm this movie together where they were i don't know i thought that was uh kind of strange but like you know 
it's happened before or whatever. Yeah, it's a. So there's that information. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't going anywhere with it, but that's the thing I noticed. You're really trying to keep the plate spinning. You always talk about that stuff. You're like, oh, Universal. We know what I'm in for this movie, and I'm like, I don't even mm-hmm. pay attention usually to that. Uh, I do. So I do recognize these movies as in my head, though. When I when I think of it, it I do see that Paramount logo opening it up. So, uh, but I think over time, yeah, like got crossed or or whatever or sold or. Yeah, yeah, it happens, man. At least Harvey Weinstein was involved. <laughs> Thank <laughs> At God. Least. The truest monster of them all. Um, I I feel confident in saying that I don't think Jason has back knee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast, listener. <laughs> Damn. Um, I only have one final note for this movie. Do you guys have other stuff to, to say about it? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I've got a few things. Okay, um, Ross, you want to go ahead? Uh, did you notice that the? Uh, did you guys notice the house decor? Um, it's weird. No. Like it, it, it's bizarre because it's just got so much Asian paraphernalia around hmm. the house. Like it is, you 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 don't notice it at first, but once you once you start noticing one or two things, it's like the entire house. I don't know who did the interior design for this place, but. For some inexplicable reason, it is like 90% of the decor is Asian-inspired. That's so wild. I didn't even notice. I have to go back now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just scrub through the movie. You'll be yeah, like, yeah. how the fuck did I miss all of this? Right. It's very strange. Chucks, Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shelly, um, he, he's the... Uh, the, uh, uh, the dork. Uh, the Seth Rogen... Uh, I, okay. I, I called him a proto incel because um, uh-huh. he's just th- fucking insufferable um, and always bitching about the fact that no one likes him, but he does nothing that makes him endearing to anyone. He just acts like a fucking <laughs> dipshit all the time. Um, I can't stand Shelly. He's such a fucking dipshit. Um, also, I was really bummed that there's there's not a death scene per se for him. Like you don't see him get killed. You see him die, but you don't see him get killed. Like, um, I forget who uh, the final girl opens the door and he kind of like falls inside with like a slit throat. Uh, but you don't see him get killed, which is just a damn Mm. shame. I do like Um, that. Nobody believes him. You know, they think he's just acting again. And then he literally (laughs) dies in front of her and she's like, you silly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I could see him as a clumsy guy. Maybe he like tripped and fell on uh, one of those pitchforks or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, it could have been like he did it to himself by Oops. accident, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you also notice there was that, uh, the weird mummified dog head that pops down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was like from a deleted yeah. scene. That, like, like we just didn't get the, the setup for that. But. I was like, is this one of his weird pranks? But he seemed surprised by it. But like, if it wasn't one of his pranks, was there just a mummified dog head that was just chilling? I don't know. I guess you so. Know, like you do. He re- reached out his hand and like touched it. And it was like, oh, here, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. There's another one. His <laughs> fucking, his fucking response is everything is so, God, I hate him. Um, the, there's like multiple 3D effects. There's that, uh, the snake that pops out. Mm. Um, that is like clearly on like a string and it's like shaking (laughs) as it comes towards the camera. Like that's the best, that's the best take that you got from that. 
Apparently, Probably. Oh. that was one of the things I read with the the 3D kind of, it took forever, and then uh, they would not even worry about the acting choices because they couldn't get the 3D effects right. So right. Like, I think it was Shelly, there's a part where he throws his, his wallet towards the screen, and they did that like 12 <laughs> times, and he said at first it was like, whatever his name is, like, John, throw your wallet, and eventually it was like, asshole, throw your wallet, because he couldn't <laughs> make the mark. And they, like, didn't even care about anything else. They're like, just hit your marks, right? Like, right. But yeah. uh, some of them are so silly. My favorite 3D effect is the uh, the spear gun arrow that is, like, yeah. on a string, essentially. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's so silly. He even has to, like, line up the gun to that pole to make it the, like, effect make sense. And it just, like, looks weird. But uh, right. I do like when it, she gets hit in the eye with it. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I laughed when he was like poking around that pole because I'm like, I can see you. You're not <laughs> fooling anyone. I love You're pretty big. He, he's yeah. so casual. He just kind of like strolls out onto the dock and just like, mm-hmm. all right, this is a good spot. Yeah. yeah <laughs> aim down sights here. Uh, like, I just uh, like you were saying, Stephen, I've, I, I've heard that as well. The uh, the fact that um, they ended up just having to take. Uh, j- j- just using the takes right. uh, that work best for the 3D effect. And so whatever vocal, whatever line reading yeah. they had, even if it was absolute garbage, which it is in most of the cases, most of the line reads in this movie, they just ended up having to use the take that looked best for 3D. Yeah. Um, so there are some truly bizarre line reads, but yeah. uh, it makes sense when you're like, well, that's... <laughs> The only one that worked for their stupid goddamn special effects <laughs> that no one cares about now. We got it. We got to sell yeah. those tickets, man. Everybody cares yeah. about it. We need it. Yeah. And, and, so and there's so it. much blurriness. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm really into I, I enjoy filmmaking. I enjoy, uh, you know, uh, lear- learning the behind the scenes, the process of it all. And uh, it's astonishing how many scenes are just straight up like out of focus on this movie. Right. Um, it's it's wild, especially when you go back and compare it to the first movie, which uh, is actually like everything's framed really well, everything's perfectly yeah, it looks in crisp. focus. It is yeah. beautifully shot and like <laughs> unironically. Uh, and then yeah, you get to the third one, and God, just so much of it looks like fucking garbage, um, and not in a good way, not the good kind of garbage. You know, I was watching this on streaming. I watched this on Max, yeah. and. Uh, even though it's like the the uh, the highest quality uh, streaming version of this movie, I noticed that there would be times where you could see there's like a smudge on the lens, and they oh, just yeah. like, well, this is this is just how we've filmed this. Yep. This scene just simply has the smudge. They didn't put effort to like correcting it through CGI or whatever, which is fine. But it is kind of funny to me that like even the highest quality. Uh, sharpest version of these movies still have like these little like errors to where you're like oh yeah this w- I'm watching a-, a thing this is a thing that I'm watching on TV and not like it just like slightly takes me out of it but also it's a, a little bit of a-, a charm for it right. to me mm. yeah Andy the uh, the guy that keeps doing handstands mm. he's really he's good that we referenced earlier that uh, got like bisected mm-hmm. uh, but I love the fact that I like I, I want to know. Because he's obviously doing like actual handstands, so that was CGI. Oh wow, oh, wow. that was all CGI. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. a little oh. bit of claymation, but right. mostly oh, wow. CGI. No notes. Mm-hmm. Claymation. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I, 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 I'm like, okay, so, so was he doing like handstands, uh, like around the set, and they were like, you know what? 
We gotta put that in the movie. We gotta <laughs> use this. Put your dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah, they uh, that that's a pretty brutal kill. Um, oh yeah. You know he was doing it's my favorite. Sand and then just straight down the straight down the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That hurt. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like the, the the special effects, the gore effects on that, like we talked about earlier, when, when he's up in like the rafters, um, uh, is fucking brutal. Um, but I, I, I I'm really curious as to like how they how they came up with that. Like, did they just see him doing the handstand and like build the special effects around that? I don't know. Um, no one knows. They're all dead. Um, I really hate the kill where he, uh, the, the electrical, like the shock kill is so fucking lame. Like I want to see somebody get like stabbed or, you know, cut or something or, but, but just getting like electrocuted to death is just such a fucking lame kill. Wait, which one was this? Um, uh, I think it's, I think it was the hippie get, he just Uh, gets shocked. Um, I think he, he's going out to try to try, try to turn like the generator back on, and uh, I think Jason like shoves him into it or something, and he just gets electrocuted. Yeah, I don't blame you for not remembering it because it's fucking lame. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. It's stupid. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 uh, when Rick the 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 defenestration uh, scene where he gets thrown through a window mm-hmm. looks fucking brutal. Um, do you guys remember that? Where he, he was yeah. flying through a fucking window. It did not look like there was, uh, like, it looked like they, it was, they didn't put pad landing pads down or anything. Like, it looks like he fucking flipped through that window. Um, but it was a really good stunt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a Friday the 13th movie. If he dies during the course of that stunt, they'll just, like, hack his head <laughs> off like they did that snake. It's not, they're not worried about it. Snuff film, baby. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> uh, it is getting a little bit late. We probably need to start wrapping okay. up here soon. Ross, do you, do you have, like, a, a final note? Um, uh, the, 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 the last bit where the, the uh, Jason's looking out the window and it's, like, daylight. Um, it's just really creepy. I don't know some, something about the fact that it's it's uh, you know like bright as hell, um, and he's like he's like looking out the window and you know, he's got the messed up face and he oh know, yeah staring at the girl in the boat yeah and he comes outside. Yeah. There's something just really unsettling about that, um, like the daylight of it all. Yeah, just the fact that it's like mm-hmm. in bright washed out daylight. Um, yeah, and he looked like Sloth from the Goonies. Exactly, like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was like super creepy. Uh, it was like one of the creepiest parts of the movie. It's like in full daylight. Um, yeah, he looks like happy, but also his face is covered in blood. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that's that's not a good look. Finally, you know, you don't want to see that on his on prey, and she's trapped. He's like, hey, <laughs> yay, <laughs> my friends. He just wants to make friends. That's, that's right. all he that so, wants so to So the do. director of this was uh, Steve Miner. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think he's related to Jonathan Major? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brett, your fucking face right now. <laughs> I took I took your joke structure and took it I from myself. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was trying to formulate a joke for him earlier. I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to yeah. get to anything that I wanted. Well, uh I, I still didn't. So, um, 
My my final note on this is that the the movie ends on kind of a weird non cliffhanger almost because Jason's dead, you know, and we just see his body slumped over on the ground, and then it like kind of fades into the the still lake, yeah, and then it it's like kind of peaceful and serene, and then immediately it cuts to like a black screen with the credits and that like disco music or like upbeat music starts kicking back in. I was like, oh, all right, that's okay. Here we are. But it doesn't have any like hint of oh, there's more story to be told. Right. Um, just even though we know they make several more uh, Jason movies coming forward, yeah. and the the continuity of the movies, they've had twelve movies with Jason, and then that thirteenth movie just sitting out there unmade, you know? Oh yeah, I know. It's like what what could be? That's got to be you good know? though. That's I, I at least they're not going to make another Jason X in the meantime. They got to make that one special. Yeah. You know? So I'm looking forward to whatever they come up with, but we'll, well see. Is is the mm-hmm. remake not the 13th? No. Is that uh, the okay. 12th? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, so. Well, if you count Jason versus Freddy, I wonder, does that. Who cares? <laughs> I've already lost interest. My, my understanding was that, yeah, that is, there's, there's been 12 right. movies with Jason. Jason okay. uh, yeah. Freddy versus Jason is 11. Jason X is 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess. Okay. It, going back. Well, I guess Jason is in the first movie. He's just a little uh, shriveled uh, He's just tadpole a, boy. Yeah. A tadpole boy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, He's I'm glad we... He's a tadpole. We... He's like really cool. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we did these series. Uh, as I said, I think that w- they're probably going to order for me for these first three. One, two, three. Um, I was curious for, for Ross, okay. for this rewatch for you. How did you land on? Would you rank these movies against each other? Um, I would say the second one is my favorite, um, followed by the first one, followed by the third one. I think the right third on. one is one of the worst movies in the franchise. Yeah, it's not as much fun. Mm. Okay, I think it's overall, just not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why I think the 3D for me would would add it. But it had yo yos <laughs> <laughs> and juggling yo-yo. and popcorn <laughs> and a baseball bat. Jesus yeah. Christ! The juggling bit. Oh my yeah. god! They were just like really stretching. Uh, what about you, Brent? Um, this is your first time watching all three of these. What did you think? Yeah, I, th- I've, I feel like I'm probably the same as Ross. So two, one, three. Right on. I'd say two because it was like kind of the most fun uh, of everything. It, it really I like, got the, um, the the main parts of what I think of when I think of a Friday the 13th movie, even though Jason has a, a bag on his head instead of his hockey mask, it still feels like the pieces are there. They just haven't quite fine-tuned them yet. Right. Uh, the, the first one is just, like, kind of iconic. I Even though I knew the twist, I think it's a solid twist, and I like the uh, the final girl in that movie. And then uh, the third movie, yeah, kind of like... Uh, they got a little bit distracted, took their eye off the ball, mm-hmm. uh, even though they shot the eyeball oh, at the right. screen, you know? You'd think. You'd think they'd get it done, but... It's right there, dude. Uh, no. Well, right on, man. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we Hell did yeah. this, and uh, it's been a good Friday the 13th. It has been. Happy birthday, Jason. You know? <laughs> yeah. I hope you get everything you want. Happy birthday, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, Jackie. <laughs> uh, well, uh, gentlemen, uh, since uh, you guys are uh, guest starring on each other's podcasts, mm. uh, let's go around the room and uh, go ahead and do your plug. So, Ross, go ahead and, and plug anything you'd like for the Let's Talk About Stuff listeners. Hello. Hello and welcome everybody back to the No, we're not, starting, we're, not start, we're not starting the show. No. Um, uh, I am uh, one of the co-hosts uh, of uh, The Nudist Colony uh, with my good buddy Brent. We talk about uh, new metal. Uh, we talk about albums. We talk about uh, things related to new metal. Sometimes we just talk about absolute bullshit like we're doing today. 
Um, Absolutely. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I would recommend, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to listen to all of them, just go pick out an album that you used to have when you mm. were younger um, and just listen to that. You know, you, there's no continuity with anything. There's some inside jokes. But for the most part, you can just jump in anywhere and uh, just have yourself a ball of a good time. Um, Absolutely. But uh, go go check that out. And um, as far as any other plugs, I got nothing. That's it. Mm. It's the only thing I do. <laughs> Great. Comes out every Friday. Um, there we go. Friday morning uh, drops. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you get your podcasts. Where the, we'll be there. Perfect. Well done. Except for YouTube. Not YouTube. Not YouTube. No. I don't, I don't want to get screamed at by fucking eight-year-olds jesus christ yeah. comments uh steven over to you for the nudist colony listeners uh go ahead and uh plug anything you'd like to uh yes you can listen to me as a co-host with brent on the let's talk about stuff podcast where we review lots of different types of pop culture movies music books sometimes books sometimes <laughs> comic books one book mm-hmm. for brent and uh <laughs> and some other stuff yeah it's a good time come find us wherever you can find your podcast absolutely all right well uh gentlemen thank you for joining me as we discuss uh jason the, he's just a sweet little boy mm-hmm. you know i agree with that he grew up in a swamp you know it ain't easy <laughs> being green but he's trying <laughs> god damn it <laughs> cut him some slack so uh now we will throw back to your regularly scheduled podcast we are back Whew. i uh that was a a, a nice conversation about Spooky. those three movies you know like it's hard enough to have like one main topic on a podcast, but when you're trying to cycle through three with multiple hosts, it can get tricky. But I, uh, oh, yeah. I hope that we touched on enough points and honestly just made enough jokes to uh, to really like move the conversation along. That's really that's why we're here. Yeah, I yeah. mean, don't come to this podcast for, for <laughs> educational purposes, please. <laughs> It's weird, like, my brain is broken, like, a couple of ways. One, from falling. Two, from doing podcasts for such a long time that now I see reality as, like, can I make a dumb joke about this? Like, how, how can I, like, formulate something stupid about this? Mm-hmm. Mention on a recorded bit of media. Constantly reaching back in your mind, like, callback, callback, callback. Oh, there's one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun time. And, and you know, it's, yeah. it's even harder because those three movies... Like even now, even though I've seen those three movies maybe a dozen times, mm-hmm. they still kind of all just blend together in my mind. Like <laughs> yeah. there's a few that yeah. stand out because they're different, but those first three, I guess the first one's a little bit. But I mean, the, the, the setting is so similar, and the mm-hmm. uh, it it all feels just uh, it all feels so similar, and uh, it, it's hard to to separate. That's why I was watching them literally like right up until we recorded because I was like taking notes like okay this happens in the first one this happens in the second one this one's in. yeah uh but uh yeah i think we did it i think we did it yeah you know the the easiest way to like differentiate them in my head is like all right first movie has the big twist right second yeah. movie uh we've got uh I, I really like the campers the most in that one oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. those three and then in the third one we finally get like jason in his mask like he's right out to a business lunch and he just like stopped over at the camp real quick to, to murk some kids but uh otherwise he's, like you do he, he's closer to uh looking like yeah uh, jason Voorhees that i know, it, you know. It, it's i i obviously there's you know you got pamela then you got baghead then you got hockey mask those yeah. three i can keep i can keep straight but then it, when it gets into the just, just this nebulous you're in the same location 
yeah. more or less the same thing. People are getting killed one off, you know, one like, yeah, it gets tricky, but you know, Hey, whatever. Yeah. We'll do it. We did it. Now, uh, during that conversation, you had also mentioned that you've seen all of the Halloween franchise yes. at this point, right? And uh, we don't have to get into it uh, right now, but I do want to eventually hear more about this because uh, I I really like uh, the very first one from uh, oh, 78. Yeah, the first the, one. It's is a goddamn classic. Fantastic. Like the first time I, I watched it and I recorded a uh, Let's Talk About Stuff episode, I didn't really care for it. And then like... I've rewatched it, I think, almost every year since. Yeah. And now I fucking love it, right? And then um, I like Halloween 2018 a lot. I uh, think I fucking love Halloween Kills, like, unabashedly. I know some people don't like it, but I had a fucking blast with it. Then Halloween ends, holy shit. And this a big whiff for me. But, See, again, I know some people fucking dig it. I, okay, I, I, I say I've seen all the Halloween movies. I haven't seen the, the David Gordon Green, the, the newest three Oh, okay. Well, Haven't seen on. any of those. I, I, in my mind, I go, oh, the Halloween movies, all the ones from whatever to to uh, Miramax or whatever. Um, hmm. uh, the Paul Rudd. <laughs> uh, well, I guess now there were the H two O ones. I guess that came after, but um, and all, all, all the original trilogy, and then I've seen the two Rob Zombie ones. Uh, but oh, I don't boy. have anything against the David Gordon Green ones. I just. Hmm. I haven't gotten around to seeing it, oh, um, boy. but I will, I will. Yeah. But I, oh, I will say out of all, I've seen all the, the, uh, the nightmare on Elm streets. Um, mm. it, so, and I consider those kind of the big three, right? Halloween, Friday the 13th and nightmare on Elm street. Like those are the big yeah. three slashers, right? Yeah. Big three eighties mm-hmm. slashers. I think Jason takes them by a mile every time. Okay. Yeah. Um, not just in the quality of movies, but just in the, I, I I mean Michael Michael Myers is like you know what's he gonna do hit you with an awesome powers quote come on <laughs> you got you got uh, 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 Freddy which is like unless you're a teenager or a child you don't have anything to worry about right mm-hmm. and even then kids took him down sometimes but then there's Jason who's just this unrelenting bog boy that zombie that doesn't stop that just never fucking quits and will just rip you to pieces with his bare hands for no discernible reason that to me is more scary but that's just everybody look i get everybody's different but uh you know what about you who's your who's your big one Oh, Jason, like he, I, yeah. I've loved him ever since you and I went to go see uh, Freddy versus Jason oh. in theaters together. Um, it's just I just it's so fucking iconic, that movie to me. I, I, I know agree. I fuck around uh, a lot on on uh, the show, but like I'm 100 percent serious. I oh. think Freddy versus Jason is a goddamn classic. And me too. People need to show it some love, you know, like not it's, even it's so much fun, not even ironically love. Like, I think it is a good movie. <laughs> and I don't understand why other people don't. Yeah. Same thing with uh, 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 Transformers Dark of the Moon. Like, oh, I, I, which one is that one? That's the one that, that the like, third one? Where, where Buzz Aldrin meets the, the Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a joke. That actually happens in a movie. Buzz Aldrin mm-hmm. eats, meets the Autobots. There's like something where the auto or the the uh, t- uh terminator people landed on the moon a long time ago and then they were found by the russians and there's been like a secret program where they've worked with the U- with the united states 
undercover mm. for a long time. And so then there's at one point where like Buzz Aldrin comes in. And he's like, I remember you. And it's like Optimus is like Buzz. <laughs> it's, and it's 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 got Andy Daly and Ken Jong in it, and uh, Ken Jong gets killed by uh, laser beak uh, by getting shoved out of a window. I mean, it's just it's bug nuts crazy. Um, yeah, but I, I like unabashedly think it's a great movie. That's so much fun. Like I, I've seen every Transformers movie. Yeah. Uh, well, every like live action Transformers movie. I don't. Yeah, I've not seen the animated one. But um, it's it's on my list to get to. Matter of yeah. fact, I bought it on iTunes not too long ago. But uh, all of the like Michael Bay directed ones are just kind of form one big soup. I can kind of separate the uh, the first movie because right. it was just like such a, like a crazy spectacle. But the rest of them all kind of like merge together, especially once you get like oh for sure fucking Marky Mark in there. Oh, you know those. Ugh, I, I don't even think I finished that first one with Marky Mark. I, I couldn't it's a Transformer. It. It's the last of the Shia LaBeouf ones. Um, uh, yeah, Dark of the Moon. It is one of those movies where the whole time you're just sitting there going, someone let them get away with all of this shit. Like, <laughs> and it is. Oh, I love it. I love Have it. you seen Bumblebee and uh, no. Rise of the Beast? Is it Rise of the Beast? Rise of the... That sounds right. The Beast one's... I know yeah. what you're talking about. Like the the, the newest one. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Those are a ton of fun. I've got them on the list of like a billion other things, but uh, mm-hmm. I will watch them because I know yeah. Bumblebee is supposed to be fantastic. Um, going back to to uh, the, the horror movie like ranking, like the first time I saw Halloween, because I know it was like beloved in people's minds. I was like, oh, this is it, it was a little bit lackluster to me, especially with right. the like lack of blood or whatever. And so, yeah, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, where, like, you know, what's Michael going to do? He's not that scary. But, like, in the David Gordon Green movies, like, he is a legitimate threat, like, especially in Halloween Kills. It's called Halloween Kills for a fucking reason. I'll tell you that. Okay. That one is fucking wild, dude. I need to watch those. Mm-hmm. It's fucking rad. Hey, I've heard they're good. I've heard that, obviously, Kills. Ki- wait, wait, no. Kills and then Ends. Ends. Ends is the yeah. bad one, right? The one that's, like, everybody's kind of not that great on it's polarizing for sure i've heard uh i think our, our friends over at the ter- terror table enjoyed that one more than halloween kills okay so you know it's that's good you just gotta make your own decision on it i, li- I like movies that are this divisive like that <laughs> it's just just because they're divisive yeah <laughs> you went inside a riot yeah. <laughs> might as well fuck I've it hand out a pepsi in the middle of it <laughs> see what happens you yeah. never know hell yeah dude well, uh, I believe that wraps up our conversation for uh, today. Again, thank you to uh, Stephen Fisher from the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. Stephen, uh, as of today, has uh, put on his YouTube channel that he just started out a three-part uh, like short film, short film series, something like that, Ooh, called yeah. The Hunt is Alive. And I would encourage any of our listeners to go check it out. He's, yes. uh, he's been uh, working on it since summer when he came up here to Oklahoma. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun, especially for um, it's like in the like goosebump young horror, sure, you know, like kind of uh, uh, YA teenage level, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's not anything that's like too terrifying, okay. but uh, yeah. So I would uh, say go check out the haunt is alive on YouTube. I definitely will, and uh, I'll try to put some uh, links in the the show notes so people can find it. But uh, yeah, 
Otherwise, I'm I'm all set here. You can tell by my hoarse voice that uh, I'm spent. What about you? I was a horse. Well, as for me, uh, bidip 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 give fuck, folks. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Let's record on three. One, two, three. Record. Okay. All right. And then uh, it needs to be record on record, right? <laughs> okay, now it's all fucked up. Record. Now I'm gonna go back. We're gonna have to start all the uh, way uh, over. Uh oh. <laughs> um, can uh, let, let's see. Um, uh, let's uh, sync with the word instead of clapping. Let's sync with the word frog boy. You love okay. frog boy. I like this little toad man. You know, <laughs> he's a lot of fun. <laughs> he, he excels at hopscotch you know That's true. any type of Hell jumping yeah. game he's he's too good <laughs> yeah he's too good yeah uh all right so we'll sync with the word frog boy on three one two three frog, frog boy, boy. Yeah, but read it <laughs> a little toot they always do it's a fucking little toot <laughs> all right <laughs> So, uh, uh, the, on the Let's Talk About Stuff podcast, this is a, a um, horror series that we've not yet covered. Mm-hmm. You know what? Brandy just fucking pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are getting Yeah, racial. just keep rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Fuck it. Hold on. Uh, Sorry, guys. Hold on just a second. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Man, he called it too. Oh that didn't man! Didn't even take long. He's like some kind of uh, like ET, the extra testicle. Oh, Should man. I save that? Should I go back? Wait for Brent. <laughs> Don't you hate that though? We always we'll start with a joke sometimes and be like, "God damn it!" We'll, try, we'll recapture <laughs> the magic when we record, and then we do and just fumble the fuck out of it. There's like no yep. way. Nope. Got to do it live in the moment, you know. Exactly. It's this time, okay. So, have you been, man? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm great. Excellent. I mean, kind of great. Ki- kind of great? Kind of. You know. No, just like kind of, like good plus. I'm coasting. Coasting through life. Right on. I'm doing that right now. You're coasting through life right now? Yeah. That's cool. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here he comes. All right. Sorry about that. Did you put it in the trash oh. can? Wow. No, they really start barking. <laughs> they got really excited really going after it. Holy shit! Oh man, you got dog this, party central over there. This, yeah, man. Like, That's why I, I like gave... cats. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is a, a good counterpoint. They're just uh, easy. Do what? They're just easy. Cats are just easy. All you, you have to take do care is of? pick up their turds and eat them. <laughs> I mean. I, I'd rather pick up a, well, I don't know. Cat turd versus dog turd. Go. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation we've all been waiting for. Dawn of justice. <laughs> uh, cat turd, dawn of justice. All right. Let me see if I can uh, can reset. Martha. <laughs> Wait. N-E-C. Fantastic. Uh, bye. <laughs>